Welcome, one and all, to episode 173 of the Fake Net Podcast. It is today, January 5th, 2020. We are in the rowing 20s, ladies and gentlemen. I am Ben Magnet, alongside my pals, Brandon T. McClure, Ryan Eliopoulos, and Sparks Witty. We are going to talk about the best of the past decade. Oh, and what a doozy that decade was. We're also going to talk about the best of the year. I probably messed up already, but you know what? I'm, I'm done. <laughs> You're doing great, Johnny. Yeah, that, why, why, thank you. I'm in my flapper dress. That's good. I was going to try to do that, but I'm really bad at it. So. No, that was great, yeah, Ben. Good job. <laughs> Welcome. Well, hey, happy all. New Year, my friend. Happy, happy New Year. Happy effing New Year. We're in the future. future. We're always in the future. I know, but 2020 Here we sounds are in like the future. The future. I'm the only person that gets this song. We're three. We're three <laughs> years. That's away. from a show I've never seen. I bet. I think we're correct. If I'm, if I remember the movie right, we are three years away from First Contact. Shit! I just thought of another thing. For oh, the best oh, what's his name? Zanker. Zephram Cochran. Zephram Cochran. There you go. God, <laughs> darn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's been weeks since we've last seen each other. It has. Yeah, it has. a lot longer for the show than for us. I have to yeah. reevaluate this whole decade. Oh, no. Why? <laughs> I just forget, thought of another thing. You forgot Zephyrin Cochran? Oh, no. <laughs> Zephyrin Cochran is about to make his first warp flight. Oh, hell yeah. For you Star Trek On his, on his farm somewhere? In, um, where is it? Utah, Nevada? Oh fucking no! You should oh. know you're the Star, Star, Star Wars Trek man. Wow, Star Wars not, Trek man. Not only five minutes into the new episode, we already got the F bomb. Okay. Now nah, we're mature this year. Oh. <laughs> We've grown up. Oh yeah, there you go. My. We're twenty years old now. Oh. Yes, we're twenty. <laughs> Two thousand twenty. Still can't smoke, but we can fight for our country. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> It's the Roaring Twenties. <laughs> anyway, yeah, happy, happy. There's not going to be an economic depression in twenty in eight years. No way. No this, how. Just for you audience members, this is how it's going to go. This 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 is the whole show. Listen, this is the deal. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask how 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 was your New Year's and how was your Christmas? I'll tell you how my New Year's was. Womp I asked. Oh, I hope <laughs> I was sick. Oh yeah, you were sick. I was. I woke up on Monday not feeling the best. And then, like later that night, I got hit with a sore throat, and all of New Year's Eve, I'm just cuddled up in blankets, and I'm like, "This is my, this is my nightmare on New Year's Eve of yeah. all freaking days." Hey, man, at least you didn't have to work, though. I mean, it sucks to be sick. Yeah, but it like, sucks hey to be man. sick, but at least because apparently some other people at work called out. Mm-hmm. But like, because when I, because when you called out, you have to go in for a quote unquote welcome back. It's mostly just like you have hey, to welcome do, back. You have to do a paperwork. And I walked in. I honestly, I looked at my boss. And I said, "I was actually legit sick." He's like, "Oh no, I believe you." I'm like, "Oh thank God." Five people called out on New Year's Eve. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so sorry. Every year it's the same. Yeah, <laughs> 107 in my department. You work at a huge place. Oh my I God, do, yeah. I do. A lot of 107. People. Holy oh. shit! Wow, they're all sick at the same time. No. Crazy. <laughs> no, so when a friend of mine, I was messaging him on Monday because like, okay, dude, I'm actually legit sick, so I'm, I'm gonna have to call. I'm gonna call out. I'm not feeling the best. So if it gets worse, I'll go to the doctor. But just let so and so know that I'm not gonna be there for the next few days. And he was like, well, I called out on Saturday, but I actually already have a cold. So because he called out sick just to call out sick so he can have time off. Mm-hmm. But then he actually did get sick. That's what you get. I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's what you get when you let your heart win. Yeah, I went to uh, Dave and Buster's. Oh, the old D and B. To do, uh, it was like a. It was like Gotham Gatsby night. Or Gotham something. Gatsby I, night. I, I Is that like the, the Joker the, in like a nice suit? No, I think it was <laughs> okay. A, it's uh, a party of some. Not, but okay. not, not Gotham City. I was just I was just stalling for time because I wanted to make sure you did not tell me you were sick. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because well, well, so originally, oh, originally so I was happened. working. So I didn't know you were still, you were back in town. For so New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, no, for, n- for New Year's Eve. That's cool. Um, so I was like, I think the only person I know in town is Ben. So I texted Ben to be like, hey, do you want to go to this thing? And he goes, um, and so I'm like, are you, oh, so I'm sorry, to be fair, I didn't say that. I said, are you off New Year's Eve? Uh, and you said, nope, I have New Year's Day off, but not New Year's Eve. 
You did not tell me you were sick. I assumed I did, you were working. Well, you, when you texted me that, that was before I got sick. Uh-huh. Pre-sick. I'm Pre-throat just giving you a hard time. I know. The pre-sickness. I know you are. But yeah, I went, to, I went to Dave & Buster's. I was actually really... Because <clears throat> Sparks, uh, for most of the time I've known you, uh, at least, you were put, you used to put on a New Year's Eve party for, for, for the whole block. Yeah, we were, we were at... Um, we started in for 2008, yeah. so... Last year was a decade, and this is Best the first year. The first year after a decade that uh, you didn't go, but one kind of happened unintentionally. So. Yeah, um, I was. I fully expected like it wasn't gonna. I did too until yeah. the last minute, and and so what happened is like real quick. Just I ended up in Monterey. I was able to be there for New Year's Eve, so I let the people there that I know and care about want to see know, and like, hey, you know. If you don't have New Year's Eve plans, happy to do a party thing. But if not, I just want to see people. And yeah. it turned out that almost all of them were able to be like, oh, yeah, no, let's come do a party. And I was like, okay, I guess tradition continues. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and it wasn't the first year I hadn't gone. I didn't go uh, the year prior to last. Um, at work. <clears throat> yeah. But so I was kind of uh, kind of like something like, oh, man, a New Year's Eve alone in my place doing nothing. That sounds nice. I didn't get that. I had to go to Dave and Buster's. Damn dog. Because Zara, Zara was very admit. She was like, I, I love New Year's. I, I hate that we're not going out, so let's go out. So I went to Dave and Buster's in Arcadia, which is about a 20-minute drive from mm-hmm. both of us, actually. Because um, we live in different sides of the yeah of the, of the city. The equator. Um, does the equator go through go through here? No, I just wanted to say equator. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, woof. <There's laughs> way, it's, it's way south. <laughs> there was a, uh, there was a um, karaoke. Uh, dislikes that very much, <laughs> but the unlimited game pass was a lot of fun, and you had to play a lot of games. And that was that was it, was, it turned out to be pretty cool. That's you cool. like uh, you like your unlimited game passes? Well, let me tell you. Let about me Xbox tell you about game the Xbox Game Pass for one dollar a month. <laughs> is it really a dollar a month? It's the like when you start, it's like a premium. Like oh, okay, hey, first month's a dollar. I was like, damn, it's a deal. Hulu right? Hulu for Black Friday was a dollar ninety nine a month for a year, dude. If you get like. They're just giving away Spotify and Hulu for everything because I'm getting emails like, "Hey, because you have this, you also get this." But I have both already, yeah. and I'm like, "That's awesome!" It's like everything's just like everybody li- <laughs> loves each other. Yeah, they share so, each other. Yeah. Um, guys, Christmas also passed. Yes. Yeah. You guys, get anything good for Christmas? Yes. Uh, what? What'd you guys get? <laughs> uh, my parents got Megan and I the 40th anniversary vinyl of Star Wars: A New Hope oh, that shit. makes the holographic Ooh. Death Star when nice. it oh, shit. spins. Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's that's a pretty good one. Oh, that's, that's good. That's, yeah. that's good. Uh, my mom also uh, really pays attention, and she got me the new almost all of the Scooby Doo movie collection oh, that nice. came out on nice. Blu-ray this year. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Uh it was a good Christmas. Good shit. Good shit. I got I got a I got a watch up one for sleep for like six, seven, ten years. It's very nice. Um yeah I, I uh for so those of you who don't know it's on my it was on my Instagram. But uh Men in Black. Yeah, we all know Men in Black. It's a good movie. Sugar. Um I really we all really like that first movie. Mm-hmm. But uh this watch brand called Hamilton uh funded funded the the watches for the Get promotion for the for the movie, and I, I wanted that watch ever since I saw it as a kid, at seven years old. And I was like, "Damn, that's that's a good dun, looking dun, watch." Dun, 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 dun. Never could get it. <clears throat> Real quick, because uh, it's it's really sad, and I kind of forgot. But like, it was a really sweet gift. Um, Megan got me the really nice Jedi journal from Galaxy's Edge. Oh yeah, yeah. Two seconds after I opened it, the whole entire like pages part fell out of no. it. No, no. Yeah, but you really got s- your credits no. back. Uh, we haven't gone yet, but okay. like we want to. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, that's. That was rough. It was really Wait, nice. Is that it's the a English nice, Vader or the French it's Vader? It's a nice book. It's a yeah. nice book. Oh. 
Um, the sacred Jedi sucks. text. <laughs> I, made, I said that exact same thing when I pulled it out. <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, so yeah, my mo- my mom finally got me. My mom, not finally, but yeah, she she paid attention. She got me this nice watch that's way too much out of my price range. But I'm very excited. Mm, to very have nice. Zara got me the illustrated editions for the first three Harry Potter books. Ooh, oh, those are nice. Yeah, yeah. those are real nice. I've wanted them, them out. I've wanted them for a long time, and I was kind of looking at this, going, you know, and I've been ever since Crimes of Grindelwald. I've been like, Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling. Hey man, those movies aren't called Harry Potter. I'm just saying, you still have Harry Potter. I know, but like, but like, you were there when we did the review, like Crimes of Grindelwald. Like, oh, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, that broke you, dude. It, it <laughs> fractured my interest in the franchise. Yeah, it like had a flashpoint time, uh, time quake thing happen, yeah. um, where like the the taste was so bad, I was like, I can't even look at you anymore. Shit, don't look at me, Ron. <laughs> it's like it's like. It's like way back when we were in statistics class in high school, yeah. and you got like a, ref- a reverberation from now, and just a part of you goes, I don't think I want to read Harry Potter anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why you put Order of the Phoenix down for so long. <laughs> you didn't realize, but it was just, oh, I don't think I want this. <laughs> I think I'm going to be upset someday. <laughs> took me two years to a read A ripple. <laughs> Yeah, because for those of you who don't know, it took me two years to read Order of the Phoenix because I read the first eight chapters. And I was like, I'm done. Not for me. <laughs> so maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, there's just a ripple back. <laughs> um, did but, you, now, it's just real quick, is it, did you think it was like bad or you just didn't like what was going on? Crimes are going to Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the book. No, no, oh, no we no. are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, no, that was the thing. Is like Brandon's like, I don't know why I put it down. That was I the don't whole think thing. That's a bad book. No, no I don't think. No, so no, okay, no, okay, exactly. No, he just kind of stopped reading, and he was like, Yeah, I'm not sure why I haven't picked it back up yet. It's just like sometimes it happens. <laughs> yeah, it just happened like yeah. one, one day. Or I sometimes your future <laughs> self was so hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I see. Credit the all did a force. Yes, exactly. And it hit you back in time. It made him. So it made him get, stop reading the Phoenix to try to Johnny Depp's hair and you're like, oh, what happened? <laughs> what, what? Who's the blonde haired dude? Why is he smoking a bong skull or a skull bong? <laughs> skull oh, yeah, bong. I'm into that. Um, <laughs> that's good. That's fucking good. That's good. Uh, that was Jesus. twice. All right, we're putting the explicit tag on this. Ah, no, Indian, it's fine. Yes! Hey, oh, what, we, saw, we saw a rated, uh, PG 13 movie with two F bombs. Yeah. It's the future. It's oh, totally yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, oh, yeah. So, so anyway, so these <laughs> straight editions, back to what I was saying. <laughs> They're gorgeous. And uh, Zara, Zara was like, I, I just wanted you to like remember how much you like these books. And I like, because uh, I've been thinking about rereading the books for years. Mm-hmm. Um, They're still good. And so now like <clears throat> having these illustrated editions, is, it becomes a new experience reading them. So like that was a really thoughtful thing that she did. It was like, mm-hmm. you, you know, have this like new reading experience. Have they done books. them for all the books? Not yet. They're not yet. They're at the fourth one. Fourth? Yeah. yeah. They take a long way. Which is really fun. Mm. Mm? Well, <laughs> for, for me, it's odd because when I saw the fourth book the first time when it first came out, it was like like um, Harry Potter's one through three. It was like nice and skinny, but they're just like gradually getting bigger. That book four comes out four and it's up to the brick. And, it, and then Jake is like, nah, this is a book. <laughs> it's like it's like, hey, like I remember see I was in third grade when the fourth What's book. What's an out. editor? <laughs> yeah. And then I should go to my my friend and bought a goblet of fire at the midnight and she's like, Hey, so this is Goblet of Fire. I'm like, It's that big? Oh yeah. I remember getting so used to like Goblet of Fire, Order of the Phoenix. Uh well Half Blood Prince I looked at it, I was like, This is small. <laughs> what happened? You run out of story? Saving it for Deathly we Hallows. Were, I was, my brother and I would <clears> be making jokes where we would go to bookstores and like the thicker the bookstore, I was like, so that's Harry Potter 5, that's Harry Potter 6, and then that's Harry Potter 7 Part 1. Mm-hmm. Have you listened to the Stephen Fry audiobooks? No. You should do that sometime. Yeah. Mm. They're, they're the British editions, but British. Stephen Fry's oh, yeah. a fantastic narrator for it. Yeah, and uh, uh, that sounds really You cool. know the whole story about how like, 
I think it was at book two or three. Megan knows the story better than me. Stephen Fry, there was a line. Oh, you told that, me the story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That there's a line that he had trouble reading, and he asked J.K. Rowling if he could say it differently, and she said no. Mm-hmm. And then she purposely put that say uh, Harry Potter, uh, Harry pocketed it. It's something like that. And then she purposely put that line in every book after that because of Stephen Fry asking her if he could change it. That's great. That's a bitch. <laughs> That's kind of petty. I love Actually. it. I hate her now. <laughs> this Matt, is this what is the it. moment. This is the moment. This is not the shit on the floor. <laughs> uh, not literal shit on the floor. <laughs> not not her trans comments. No, nothing. Oh, ooh, no. Nagini. <laughs> Nagini. There's so much yikes these days. What happened? I don't know. Listen, d- all your heroes suck, guys. No one's sacred anymore. <laughs> That's what anymore. Last Jedi's all about. <laughs> yes. But you know Tom, what? Tom Hanks is the bastion. God, he's yeah. holding it all back. Him and Keanu are like the dual. He's, he's, he's the wall. Like, if it gets past him, it's over. Yeah, they're the Alamo. <laughs> Remember the Alamo? God. Tom Hanks goes. It all goes. It all goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would say if Tom Hanks and Keanu Reeves go, it's all we're oh, all screwed. Man, yeah. So, okay, yeah, we're, we're already... 50 minutes into this podcast. 50? No, it's Bullshit. Balonies. Um, well, let's talk about what we did the well, past couple of weeks. Well, oh, I didn't my gosh. Realize, guys. This is going to be real short. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You For you, maybe. You, what's your yeah. what, gifts? Yeah. I got a... Um, Fanny got me a really nice set of Star Wars PJs. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Uh, she also got me Game of Thrones Season 8 to complete the collection. Crickets? Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> good. Complete, complete yeah, the got, collection. I, yeah, the collection's complete. Did you already have 1 through 7? Yes, I did. You got the good stuff. Yep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Reason why I didn't get rid of Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. yeah. But uh, also, I finally got my Genesis Mini. Yeah. I, oh, saw, I that. saw that. Freaking yeah. love that machine. It is so good. You I also have an old school gamer uh, article coming soon? Actually, I do. I saw. I know this. <laughs> why are you? <laughs> you, you show the typeage. Yeah, yeah. You like, did <laughs> this to yourself. I know. I know. <laughs> what was that? It's like you were like, oh, you caught me. <laughs> <laughs> why did I do this to myself? <laughs> Just the way he said, he's like, you have an article coming out, right? Mm. <laughs> no, I was. I wanted you to promote your article. No, no, it's 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 actually gonna I link in the description. Well, actually, it's gonna be split into two parts. Probably. I'm, wow, you're a, you're putting a Deathly Hollows on your article. No, you put, you have one before this too. Uh, before Christmas, you put one out. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, that link in the description. Oh, okay. Look at that. Teamwork. Hey, teamwork. All right. What you guys do this week? Um, these past three weeks. Well, I probably did the most, so I'll get through all my shit. <laughs> so yeah, but I bet you didn't watch the Freemakers Chronicles. True. Do you want to talk about the Freemakers Chronicles real quick? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so I watched all of The Witcher. Ben, you also watched The Witcher. Yes, I have. So we can just real quickly do some banter. So, um, toss a coin to your witcher. It's a good song. I freaking love that the song. Memes the memes the show are so I good. I haven't even seen the show, and I have the song stuck in my head. It's That's how good it is, yeah. right? Um, so the show's really, really good. I wouldn't, oh, yes. It's I wouldn't. It's a first season. I wouldn't say it's like 10 out of 10, but uh, it's really good. The characterization of all the characters is, is top-notch stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I Truly have, top-notch I stuff. I have luckily not seen a lot. But what I have seen was like some of the fight choreography. It's that stuff is awesome. Oh, it Lord. truly like maybe the best choreography like for fighting of like on a TV show. Definitely, it, I it's better than Game of Thrones. Oh, I, like, it's way better than and Game it, of Thrones. And as somebody who who re-downloaded the game recently, because fun fact, The Witcher Three is being played more now than when it was played at I launch. Know. Oh no, I read that four years ago. I read that. That's incredible. Uh, he fights.
it's like I I fight in the game. Mm -hmm. Like he's he's very acrobatic while still being big and bulky. Um, everything about um, Henry Cavill as Geralt of Rivia is it's very just, subdued. Yeah, it's very subdued, but also it's very spot on because yeah. obviously the game the the man has played the games. He's talked um, about. Yeah, playing I'm the really games. glad you say that because remember when we first heard he was cast, we were kind of like, uh, can he do this? Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sold. Well, yeah. also, I mean, luckily when we saw the trailer and then after we watched the show, I can't see anyone else play a live action. Yeah, Geralt but the test footage did him no favors. No, the yeah. test footage did not. But luckily, thank God the finished product was like, and, and honestly, the, the thing that it's getting a lot of praise for, it's Geralt, it might be called The Witcher, but he's not really the main character. He's kind of the, he's kind of like a subdued character. So like mm -hmm. uh, you put a lot of yourself into him and he <laughs> reacts to the world around him in he a does. way, right? Um, and he's also like an X-Men character because everyone hates him because he's a mutant. So rock on, guys. Yeah. Um, but all of the female characters in the show are so good we got siri yennefer the queen the, the queen, queen is one of the oh. most badass characters i've seen in a television show i just show. love that gif of what her um like a few episodes beer! In. yeah because it's just like beer and it's subdues a rebellion it does such an interesting thing with with uh the witcher it's about fantasy tropes you know got like like goblins and orcs and and, and elves and dwarves uh -huh. but they're all like used in really heavy racial stereotypes almost like watchmen does but yeah. but replace it with fantasy i stuff. mean like the elves they're they're, they're yes, oppressed they're, they're oppressed dwarves are slaves yeah. and they treat them like slaves mm -hmm. and the, the dwarves revolt and stuff and it's 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 really powerful stuff that i'm that i'm i'm not surprised but i'm glad that they're actually including in the show they're not they're not shying away from the maturity of the no, content this is this is like game of thrones like it is dark fantasy it's mature fantasy. The show is, I mean, obviously it makes me want to play the game. Yes. Um, exactly why I redownloaded it. The game is, has been on my PlayStation. Uh, so The Witcher accomplished something not even the Marvel films can do. What's that? Get people to watch to go play the other material. Yes, yeah. but 100%. not only has The Witcher wanted me to play the game, but also, one, yeah, that too. That's another thing. Fun fact, all the games, they're not based off the books. Oh, they're yeah. technically not canonical to, mm -hmm. to the source material. Which I am totally okay with. Yeah, um, so the show is based off the books, and like it's all really strong stuff. So like it makes me want to read those books. And apparently the books are just as... as uh, like uh, uh, special about like the female mm -hmm. characters and like the importance yeah. of people of color and stuff back in the 90s. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, damn, I want to read these books now. now. As much as I love uh, Henry Cavill as Geralt of Rivia, I was super invested in Yennefer's story. From she might the have the best very, character arc of the whole, of the whole year. From the very and beginning. I absolutely love how this, how the whole story goes from Geralt and you see his character like growing, seeing how he sees the world. You get Yennefer and her rise to power, mm -hmm. Ciri escaping to save her own life. Just all of the, all that, just that entire those three characters and how they all um, meet at the end. They, there's three separate storylines that all converge at the end. That's yeah. really cool and powerful. Like it, to me, this is this first season. Uh, if you're saying the Witcher, Witcher shit, what kind of show are you watching? You I think I, I will crap. say one thing that I do agree with. At times, it does look really cheap. At yeah. certain, po it looks like they're filming in just like someone's yeah. backyard sometimes, is... and that's just uh, sometimes budget. I mean, it looks like a like a CW sorry. show. There is a CGI moment that I thought, okay, that looks bad. A lot of the CGI is not great. No, but there's a lot of really good practical stuff. There Some of is. the monsters are awesome. Oh yeah, truly cool. Mm -hmm. well, what do I say about about TV special effects? Be amazed if it's good. Uh -huh. yeah. Don't be surprised if it's bad. Yeah. No. It's not man. It does not have the budget of the Mandalorian. It's but this is a very similar show to the Mandalorian. He's a bounty hunter trying to yeah. look for a young child. Yeah. Uh, and like, I'm, like you don't have to compare them, but a lot of people are, and they're picking the Mandalorian and saying the Witcher is bad because the Mandalorian is good. That's some horseshit. Oh no, I've seen I've, a lot of that online. That's not can, cool. You can like both. You can have both. No, every 
I, I don't want to compare the two, but every single episode of Witcher, I was 100% invested in. I want to know what happened. Whereas every episode of, not every episode of Mandalorian, I cared about. Every episode of The Witcher is is an hour or long, an hour long yeah, or longer. Hour longer. And they are full, meaty, mm-hmm. like independent chapters about independent, like bounties that have an overarching story. What? That's like, that I wanted kind of from The Mandalorian. Yeah. That's I'm all. So, I'm so glad it's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad too because, like, again, like I was kind of worried, but like, man, uh, having a, a female showrunner oh, really helps this show feel oh, yeah. like different than just traditional <laughs> fantasy. From a lot also, of the, I, from a lot of sorry, from a lot of the like talk about it, I, I moved it on up my list, so it's the next show yeah. I'm gonna start. Yeah, and also everyone seriously toss a coin to your Witcher. He's a friend of humanity. God, I, I just I am really just I want to play the game again so I can hang out with my bard friend. In the, in the games, he's called Dandelion. Oh, okay. But like his original Polish name is is, is Jasker. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. That I'm I'm it's so impressed. Well, another quick thing about Witcher, I could talk about this forever. I, yeah. But Jasker was he's obviously that bard that's comic relief, and uh, sometimes those type of characters get really annoying. he builds Especially, the world around yeah, the Witcher. He the makes thing, the Witcher famous. Yeah, the that's thing so is, cool. Those, the, what, I love about music. The, what I love about this show is that normally those type of characters, I'm like, oh, okay, you just go away. Yeah. But then I'm like, I care about him. I love him. It's like he is funny. Like yeah. when he's that. There's a scene where these two guys are waiting for Geralt to come, or they're talking. Uh, oh, not these two guys. This one guy is like he's saying like, "Oh no, Geralt was eaten by a monster," and Jessica's just sitting there and he's like, "Nah, he's fine. He's okay." Oh yeah, yeah. And then Geralt comes out and he's all bloody. He's like, "Yeah, I had to kill it from the inside." Do you guys remember Galavant? I do. Yeah. Good show. Oh, that is a good show. show. Just wanted to bring that up. Unfortunately, The Witcher is not a musical. <laughs> That'd be a very well, different damn. show. Well, damn. Uh, uh, I can't say the F word, but I had to teach my mom what, like, oh, this person Fs? Uh, and I said to my mom, yo, Geralt Fs. And she's like, what does that mean? And I was like, oh, just watch the show. And then five minutes later, he was like half naked. I'm like, that's what that means. Oh. <laughs> he bangs a lot of people, mom. <laughs> yeah, he's a pimp. It's cool. Which was great. Um, I started playing Senua's Sacrifice, the first Senua game, because there's that sequel game coming off for the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Next Xbox Series game. Series X. Uh, that game is really, really awesome and really personal, and it it deals with PTSD and psychosis in a way that oh. has never been done in a game. And like the begin, I sent you guys a screenshot uh, when I was playing it. Yeah. It starts with like, "Hey, we had actually like mental health professionals like help with this game, so like none of it's at, like crazy. Like this is all real stuff, and it's very it's it's a very." Uh, personal type of god of war game but like the combat's very simple there's not a lot of enemies but uh that's on xbox game pass uh you should get xbox game pass for one dollar a month uh that game's great okay let me think what else did i do that's cool i played this little indie developed game called star wars jedi fallen order colon jedi fallen order i played about five hours of it that game infuriates me in a lot of ways that i was not expecting it's really fun i like the story but uh if you're going to make a Dark Souls game, just make a Dark Souls game. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it this half-ass Uncharted game. <laughs> I like that story a lot, mm-hmm. but we'll get to it when we review that game. I still think it's really good. Okay. Uh, I stopped playing it, and then I started hanging out with my friend Sora and Donald and Goofy. <laughs> oh, can I say something? Yes. I, I beat Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Um, I just want to say something. I never... It's buggy. Uh, <laughs> I, guys, I didn't realize Stormtroopers knew how to fly without jetpacks because <laughs> they were flying up in the air. I'm like... Come yeah, on, you need, EA. You need such an advanced system to run this game. It's almost like they should have, like, you can't wait, but you should have waited for the next gens because yeah. it, it, I was Bro. watching, because I was recently playing it too, and yeah. I wanted to rewatch one of the cutscenes I did. And so I looked it up on my iPad and it looked better. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh man, it should look like this, this. game was and, rushed out. In one of the, in one of the, in one of the cutscenes, uh, something happens to a character 
because a character is supposed to be in that cutscene, oh. and the character's not in that cutscene. Uh, so there's like no one there. Oh. <laughs> so it happens like it's someone invisible. Have, like the invisible man is here. Yeah. Have any of you guys had that problem when you're going to a certain area and then the game loads and it, the whole thing pre-renders? Like, yes. Oh yeah. At, yes. Oh, Texture pop in. Yeah. Oh god, I'm like. What but so, in the world? like to be fair, like none of the bugs really bothered me. It never really bothered my gameplay, my yeah. my, my experience playing the game <clears> or enjo- or enjoying the story, except for once, <laughs> when I was walking in a planet that you guys haven't gotten to yet, mm-hmm. and I fell through the floor. <laughs> oh, a soma happened to you. <laughs> Good game development. And so, like when you when you when you fall off when you fall off a cliff, you you know you die pretty much immediately and you respawn right where you were. Yep. So I missed the rope and I fall. And I'm like, all right, well. And I'm keep falling, and I'm still falling. I can't tell you. And I look oh up, and there's the map. Yep. Oh. And I'm like, oh, shit. Are you just like, ah! No, I, I, I'm acting like I'm on the ground. Oh, I'm you're just, just not uh, on cool. anything. So I, like, a, so, I try to like, so I try to like do something, and yeah. I'm like, if I, because the respawn mechanics aren't great, I'll say. say. Um, so if, because I was like, if I don't die now, I'll have to start the level all over again because I forgot to save. Yep. No, there are parts. So I just waited it. I just waited it out, and eventually I finally like boom responded. Like thank <laughs> God. <laughs> there are times where I'm playing, and the AI like there's a bunch of enemies that I could get through pretty easily, and to get to that one enemy that has all my XP and my life, and then for some reason that cluster of soldier uh, stormtroopers, mostly especially the Scott ones with those damn batons, mm-hmm. they somehow was like, hey. Let's beat his ass for no good reason. He can be hurt. <laughs> and I die for no good goddamn reason. Oh, I'm glad we're all getting far far enough in as we maybe we will be able to review it. I'm excited to yeah, do Yeah, I played about five hours of it and then I then I got really frustrated. I uh I'll, I'll just real quick, like my thing was I finished the main stuff on Zepho. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, okay, you should go to Kashyyyk. And I'm like all right, I mean, but I'm going to check out some stuff on Zepho and I just keep every now and then like something comes up on the radio and it's like, hey man, like, you really should get back to the ship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like exploring more of the world. It's like, uh, you really should get back to the ship. And then I get a little too close to the ship. And so it's like, yo, man, there's a walker firing on the ship. And yeah. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go back to the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Having fun in the cave, but whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have to take down an ATST. All the, all the story stuff I'm really enjoying. But there are some no. gameplay stuff that I find. Uh, the sliding's awful. Oh, I, I, I. I don't want to talk about this game anymore. We'll talk about it for another review. Well, but yeah, we will. We will, yeah. we will um, save a lot of so it. So I started playing Kingdom Hearts 3 and I played about two hours. Uh, I think that game starts terribly. I think <laughs> the dialogue is really bad, like awfully bad. There are characters having conversations with each other, but they're not actually talking to each other. Sora says, we got to go do this thing. And then Dora just goes, uh, Dora? <laughs> <laughs> Donald, just Dora. Goes, Donald just goes, oh. And then and then Goofy's just like, gorsh. And then Sora's like, right? And I was like, can I? What's going on? Can I tell you, just having like replayed the the other Kingdom Hearts games in anticipation, it's not of any three, better. They're all like that. Okay, yeah. okay. It's always been I'm that just, way. Just you up. just you just have forgotten and put yeah. it to the back of your mind, and like all the other stuff that was so great. And it's like it's always been okay. like this. All right, okay. This so isn't that's fair. new. I just I, it's to be fair, it's been like no, for years. sure, for sure. Yeah. Like, and you're you're coming at it from a different place and and a different mind, and you go. But it's like a, it's a kids game basically. It's but it's it's always yeah. Been that I way. but I did get to the Hercules stuff like the beginning of the game and I and I fought my first Titan and I got a little farther than Hades and I'm like okay the combat's really good I'm enjoying the combat I don't understand how Sora has like lost his mojo but he knows how to summon pirate Those ships. Austin Powers. Yes, mm-hmm. he's literally lost his power because of whatever. He's lost ha- his mojo. Yes. Uh, Kingdom Hearts think, 3D Dream Drop. Yeah, I think I think that. you hit on like my biggest problem with Kingdom Hearts 3 right there when you said it's a kids game. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be. Yes. It should be a game that grew with the fan base that originally played 
rated Bing first bong. ones, mm-hmm. and it's not. And that just, see, that just hurts. It feels it. like it's written for five-year-olds. Did yeah. you see Dan Merle's Best of the Decade? No. Edit on Screen Junkies? No. It's really cool, and he ends it with the Bing Bong. Bing Bong. And it says, take her to the moon. Oh. And I did not expect to cry, God. and I hate him for it. God, Inside Out is great. Inside Out is oh, great. I got to add something to the list. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, um, I think the combat's <laughs> really good, and it is fun to see all those characters again, and, and some of the new mechanics are really cool. Um, what else did I do? Well, I actually, a- when you mentioned Kingdom Hearts 3, because I remember when the game first came out, you asked me if Dan DeVito spoke. He, Phil doesn't say a single thing. There's a reason for that. It's because he was busy. No. <laughs> what? Um, the voice actor for who played Phil... Um, in, the in Japan, in Japan, passed away. Aww. So, so they didn't do dialogue. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's cool. Um, oh, that's cute. Don't even. <clears throat> I guess don't put him in it at all then, because he didn't do anything. Don't put. He's just hanging out on Pegasus' back. I mean, I'd, I'd agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I'll, I'll finish that because the remind. I watched the remind trailer and I'm just like, what the fart's going on? <laughs> Holy shit! It actually got me really excited. So I'm like, and also Waypoints got really excited about it, which made me really excited, which made me start playing Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, that comes out close to my birthday. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um. No, I was just saying oh, your cool. birthday. Um, oh, yes, soon. And then um, I read a bunch of comics. Doctor Doom continues to be a really awesome book that adds a lot of personality and humor to Doctor Doom. Uh, he walks into an AIM place and he says, like, can I speak to your manager and kills them all? That made me laugh real hard. <laughs> um, and I think that'll wrap it up because I, I did a whole lot. Of, I rewatched Spider-Verse because that movie is great. I rewatched Brightburn. That movie's pretty cool. I liked, I, It's a small, fun little little movie. I rewatched Kingsman, the first one. Yeah. That movie's awesome because uh, I saw a trailer for The King's Man, and I'm like, I want to watch that movie again. And I got my mom to watch it. And that's it. Have a great day. See you Colin, later. Colin Firth? Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Oh, spoiler alert for a five, six, seven-year-old movie. When Harry Hart dies, my mom's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I really liked him. And then, and watch then, the gold compass. Yeah, not uh, the gold compass. <laughs> the gold circle. <laughs> the gold circle. I was gonna watch it, but it wasn't free to watch. Oh yeah. So I had to watch something else. Uh, but she's like, I really like it. I'm like, and then me and Sam Jackson said it like the same time or whatever. Like, it's not that kind of movie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good movie. I like the movie a lot. It's awesome. Yeah. All right, I'll go. I got shit. I, got, got shit. I saw a lot of movies. <laughs> a couple weeks. So what did you expect? Heck yeah. Uh, I saw Bombshell, which is the Charlize Theron. Uh, Fox News, baby. Yeah. Uh, I really like that. It's a good movie. Good, good solid film. Charlize Theron is amazing as Megan Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like Kate McKinnon in it. She, she was surprised me. Um, and I want to, yeah, okay. You saw it. I saw Cats, and I don't regret it. I unfortunately didn't see Cats, Man. and I'm oh. so sad. Whatever. <laughs> I want to see Cats so bad. So. I posted on Instagram. I was like, I have joined my peers in a post Cat's world. I I, uh, I almost. You went out. with like thousand people and saw it. I <laughs> went with like eighteen people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. I, it's all all like theater people. Yeah. It's baffling. I can't wait it's to see. It's baffling. It. I hope I see the new extended. Was yours cut. was yours patched? No, or unpatched? Unpatched. Yeah, mine was too. Yeah. Which mean unpod? I almost. Don't you mean unpod? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I almost walked out of that movie. I want to say five times. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go see it so high. <laughs> oh man, Betty <laughs> has been threatening me to go see it. Dude, I'll go see it. Can we not okay. see it? So I'm gonna, tell, so I'm gonna just part of say a couple of things about cats. Okay, real quick, uh, they do the same thing to mice and cockroaches, and it's terrifying. Oh, I've seen the clips. It's terrifying and bad. Yeah, and horrible. Um, Have you seen a cockroach with a human head on it? No. Guys, guys the Scorpion go- King is no longer the worst CGI. It's 2019 true. Cats has overtaken it. There are kid mice, and it's worse CGI Tom than the Scorpion Hooper. King in The Mummy Returns, and I'm not lying what to you. What happened, Tom? 
He started the decade with the King's Speech. And I can't tell you, like, pets. you could do the exact same movie and it still wouldn't be good because the show's not good. But, like, it would be understandable. Sparks, but it's if, art. If they had just... It's about emotion. If they had just done costumes and makeup and not CGI. Yeah. The CGI, the CGI is so awful and distracting that it's... The way that they filmed it's, it... It's 80% of why yeah. it's so awful to watch. It's is the terrible, terrible they CGI. They didn't film it like a traditional like motion capture. No, they didn't. No, they, just, they just filmed in regular it's, clothes and did over it. It's like, not yeah. even just that like it looks weird, which it does. It's that it's, it's distractingly bad. I'm not lying to you when I tell you that a background cat's face is halfway off of its head yes. in a scene. Yes. Like, that's a thing. Yes. It, it's so... Yes, Ben. It's that ben, bad. Ben, we gotta go see it with Fanny. So so when so when, when Idris Elba... Idris mm. Elba is... What's he, his name? Mef, Mef, McCavity. McCavity. Mef, Does he have cavities? Um, what's, kinda cool, what's kind of interesting is in the beginning, the world, like, transitions from a human world to a cat's world. So all the billboards change from human... And the scale is never thing. consistent. Nope. Um, so he... So he 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 goes up to Rebel Wilson and Rebel Wilson's like, "Oh no, you're the you're the you're McCavity," and he like makes her disappear. And I was like, "What just happened?" You're, Magic. You're no, he, he makes them disappear, and occasionally when he does it, he'll either say McCavity yes! or or he'll go meow. Yes! I got to see this movie. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. Ben, do a designated driver. Uh, I have. Ian, <laughs> Ian McKellen cannot sing. Oh. oh. But he's obvious. But he's probably the best part in the movie. Isn't yeah. there? Isn't there a line from because Cats? because he feels sincere and no, everything you know else what? feels horrifying. I'm sorry. No, you. He is not the best part of the movie. Judy Dench. No, who commits a hundred ten percent. No, she's not. She did you not see her leg kick? I saw her. She's she, not the best part of the movie. Isn't there a line? I'm sorry. I'm being sincere. Ian McKellen's performance is the only one worth anything in the movie. Judy Dench, I love her, and I'm sad that this is the meatiest thing she's been given <laughs> in like six years. But unfortunately, it's tofu, so it's all bad. I get it. It's I all think, bad. I I think she's really great. Doesn't McCavity hasn't he done like like the worst human crimes or something? Isn't there a line? Yeah, like, something like that. So he's he's like none he's, of it. It's all weightless, Ryan. He, it's all weightless. He's killed people and he's a cat. What yeah. a baller. Um. Ray Winstone is in this movie also. <laughs> oh, The Punisher. Oh, that's not never mind. That's Ray Stevenson. <laughs> that's Ray Stevenson. <laughs> I've had a very morbid curiosity to Man, let's see, go see this it. movie. I look okay. Part of me does it, but the other part of me is Y'all like, know the end. curiosity. Don't I don't don't tell me anything I don't about it. I don't know the end. All I know don't is tell that me about Mr. Mistopheles or the Rum Tum Tugger or Jezebella. What the damn hell is a Rum Tum Tugger? Jezebella. Jezebella? Grizabella. Grizabella. Don't tell me about any of it. I heard Don't tell me about memories, how they're all alone in the movie. I'm going to tell you this thing. I'm going to tell you this Don't thing. Spoilers. Because it's, 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 <sighs> it's hard to spoil this movie. Okay, Grizabella's song, Memories, is a really profound song, obviously, from Cats. It's probably the most well, it, it is the most well-known song. They I gave, was beautiful They then. gave part of it to Victoria, the white cat, so that she can have a plot that never existed where she saves Grizabella, the now black cat, and brings her into the fold as a white savior, which is like, yikes, yikes, yikes. White cat yikes. savior? Yikes, wow. Oh, I didn't even notice that. No, because that's not how it is in the stage show, and they gave her part of Grizabella's song, and yeah. I'm like, oh boy, that's really yeah, bad. Yeah, but how's James Corden? <laughs> He's having a good time. He's really great as a person, and is somehow he? they made him bad. Oh. The only real lines of dialogue come from Rebel Wilson and James Corden riffing. This is the most I've ever thought we'd talk about cats. <laughs> no, babe. I thought I was going to be the one to see it. I'm going to talk about it for the rest of my life. Hell yeah. Buying but that we should move on from now. Buying Please. that Blu-ray. Okay, no, legitimately, if they actually do a Blu-ray and they have the the not not uh, not CG version, so like, you know, how they did it. How they did, how they oh, just like it? the stage version? Yeah, I'd, be, I'd watch the show. It actually did be pretty cool. 
Uh, I saw Ford v Ferrari. Damn. In the time that we uh, I also want to see that. Ford v Ferrari is a lot of fun. Really good. Christian Bale is doing his best. Dick Van Dyke, and he's a lot of fun. Oh. Um. Chitty chitty bang bang. I really liked Christian Bale in this. He's hilarious. There's a bit where they're like, where they're doing a, a move that is, it's not illegal, but it's not said that you can. Uh, so it's kind of one of those overlooked things. And so they're like, uh, so so the so the guy's like, you can't you can't do this. And Christian Bale's like, you tell me where I can't do this in the rule book, and I write you. And then Matt Damon's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I I got I got I got it. You tell me where it says <laughs> in the rule book. I was, I was burst out laughing. It was a lot of fun. The James Mangold joint. I, I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. Um, Best picture material? I would say. Okay. Um, Honey Boy, which is Shia LaBeouf's oh new God, film. I saw all the good ones. Um, I really wanted to check the summit out because it's about his weird relationship with his dad. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about dad stories. Mm-hmm. Um, you like them unless you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like th- I like this. the The kid especially is really good. He's also in Ford v Ferrari. The kid who plays Shia LaBeouf is he Ford or Ferrari? He's he's I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> he's Toyota. <laughs> oh, uh, it's Toyota Ford. <laughs> hey, does Chevrolet show up eventually? So yeah, so I saw so I saw no. There's no room for Chevy Chase here. Okay. Oh shit, oh. that's good. So yeah, Honey Boy was, a lo- was really good. I I like that movie a lot. Shia LaBeouf is. You know, between Actual this and cannibal. Peanut Butter Falcon, between this and Peanut Butter Falcon, like yeah, I you saw like all the movies I w- I want to see. Same. Yeah, I think I think he's he's making a good comeback. Speaking of except movies. for cats. Oh, God. <laughs> me, I just want a yes or no, real quick. Shia LaBeouf Wolverine, yes or no? No, no. Yes. Shia LaBeouf Moon Knight. I'd be into. I mean, yes. I don't think I don't think he'd do yes. it. Yes, I'm gonna say yes to both because I just yeah. want Shia LaBeouf to be successful. Um, speaking of movies, you do want to see. I saw Spies in Disguise. It's great. I'm glad. It's like actually pretty good. I'm glad. Once I saw the Rotten Tomatoes, I'm like, all right, fine. Uh, yeah, no, like legitimately, I saw the Rotten Tomatoes for that for that movie. I was like, uh, what? Because even I was like, look, it looks dumb, but honestly, like it's got a lot of heart and some really good jokes. Now, yet yeah, it's not great. I was hyper. It's hyperbolic. That was being hyperbolic. But honestly, I think it's actually pretty solid, really funny, and Will Smith is really good in it. Cool. Um, How's Tommy Hall? He's good. Cool. He's not much of a voice give actor. Give me, give me an animated film comparison level. That's good. Good question. Megamind. Okay. 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 That's a pretty good movie. Yeah. I like Megamind. Yeah. Yeah. But I like Megamind a lot because of the comic book stuff. Yeah. Bronze. <laughs> Is that yeah. his weakness? Cop- yeah. yeah. Copper. Ben, copper. My <laughs> there you go. Brad Pitt. I love you, random citizen. Ben yeah. Mendelsohn is uh, the b- oh, the bad guy. Bendo. Uh-huh. But about that level. Yeah, I'd say about Megamind. Okay, level. that's worth a watch. Yeah. Um, like on Netflix or Hulu or something. Yeah, I didn't regret watching. I, there's other movies I'd rather see in theaters right now. Yeah. So all the ones you listed, right? <laughs> <laughs> Little Women. I saw that. Ah, oh, damn it. That's Little yeah. Women. Swazin's guys. Last movie of last year. Little Women. First movie this year. Mm. So tired of not getting residuals for these Little Women adaptations, guys. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Are you a little woman? My ancestor wrote the book. Oh. oh. Are you shitting me? No. You never told me this. I'm pretty sure I have. In the time we've known each I other. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, this Louisa, is scoop, also make like my, dozens my of My mom's side of the family is is the the family name is May Louisa May Alcott. That's where it comes from. Yeah, oh. interesting. Wow. Yeah, Shit. Money, honey. All right, I get nothing. It's good. Now you're uh, talking. I'm now you were talking about cats with the proportions of the stuff. Yeah. For the Little Women, how's the proportions <laughs> of the stuff in that movie? Remember Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Much like better that. than cats. Much better. Okay, cool. Um, one of the things that I really wa- that I really loved about Little Women is how much the the girls felt like they were sisters. Mm-hmm. So Emma Watson, Saoirse Ronan, Florence Pugh, and oh, I'm sorry, she's Florence Pugh. Uh huh. She's newer. Yeah, I forget her name. Um, all four were great, 
Florence Pugh plays the one with the most drastic change in character because she was a th- she was thirteen in the flashbacks and she's twenty in the present. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what happens with Amy. So the um, so Florence Pugh Pee-pee. plays a real like plays the thirteen year old really good. I just said. Pew I'm Pew. sorry. No one of one of the cats jumped into my computer chair, so it just spun like a ghost spun it all <laughs> of a sudden, and I was like, the ghost hell? Cat. <laughs> that's fair. Um, so she plays the 13-year-old really well, and the, the difference between the 13-year-old version and the 20-year-old version is such a great uh, contrast, and you see how the character's grown in the time. The cast is incredible. The girls are great. I, I thought it was a really great movie. Um, Timothy Chalamet. Saoirse Ronan is so good. I, I want to see it very badly. Saoirse Ronan. Um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I finished the season three of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Marvelous. Um, that's, a, that's still a good show, and I'm really mad at Sterling K. Brown. Aww, he's in the season he really messed up my girl not Mrs. Maisel okay so you're not actually mad at him you're mad at the character I'm mad at him but you're mad at dear the Sterling like, K. Brown I, I'm, I'm so, so mad yeah, so I have to clarify I have to clarify yes, I saw right. Brandon tweet I'm so mad at Sterling K. Brown so I'm like I. what did Sterling K. Brown do yeah <laughs> Because that's the thing is like yeah. you don't normally do stuff You're like right. that about the actor. You're right. And so I was like, what did Sterling K. Brown do? Because I love him. You're He's right. What happened? Well, I also I w- and I couldn't find anything, and I'm like, maybe Brandon's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am. Um, I also hashtag marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I got that, and yeah. so I thought it was about the show, yeah, not like yeah. him in the show, but like about. Him saying totally something about it. What you're, I, yeah, I get you. I'm not actually mad at Sterling no, K. No, I got, I got it. The character he plays really messed up. Understood. Like really screwed her over, and I'm really mad at it. Understood about it. Um, I saw the Christmas Carol, the BBC FX Christmas Carol. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's on, it's on Hulu as one two three hour movie. Guy Ritchie, Guy Pierce, Guy <laughs> Pierce. Uh, first off, to make a Christmas Carol three hours is a feat, because that is a short book. It's that's rough. Yeah. They hobbit. Honestly, it. Christmas Carol. That's long yeah so it's it's actually three minis uh, it's a mini series of three parts so it's hour-long parts muppet christmas carol remains the perfect adaptation i agree um this one is very interesting it's very different there's a, the they actually have a second main character in uh 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 marley i mean at this point you gotta start being more different. you really do and i appreciate the swings i'm not i think they missed the point of the book sure by taking a lot of them but I did appreciate how many swings they did because, again, as I said, Bob Marley, Jacob Marley, sorry, Bob Cratchit, Jacob Marley. Uh, Bob Marley's a singer. Jacob yeah, Marley, uh, we follow him in purgatory, meeting the ghosts as they come to the real world mm. and how he is kind of, he, like, he, the story kicks off because he's like, I want redemption. And then they're just like, okay, but you can't get re- redemption unless Scrooge also gets redemption. So we're going to do this. We've done it before. We're going to do it with him. So Andy Serkis plays the head ghost essentially which is the ghost of Christmas past. Now they now one of ghost the swings squad. now this one of the swings I really really liked and I thought this made a, a really interesting wrinkle into the story is that the ghost of Christmas present is no longer a Santa Claus figure it's his sister. It's his p- How does she look with a beard? <laughs> <laughs> it's his because in the story of Christmas Carol his sister had passed on before and that's how he knows it that's how he's got the nephew and his nephew whatever. But his sister comes to comes to him as the ghost of Christmas present, and it gives Scrooge a new dynamic where he's now f- personally familiar with his with the ghost of Christmas present, and they have that kind of like reconciliation of of what happened. That is a nice wrinkle. So yeah. so you would really like the musical that I saw that was about yeah. one year 
after Christmas Carol yeah. and the ghosts revisit him you because Scrooge hasn't this. learned his lesson yeah. and they're like the the ghosts actually are revisiting him to make him go and find the girl that he was in love with in the past and, and get back together with yeah. her because it's like you made everybody else happy and you learned that lesson, Scrooge, but now you need to be happy. Yeah. You you told me about that. That sounded really interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. Um so I really I really appreciated that swing. Uh fun fact, <laughs> the Ghost of Christmas future was supposed to be Blade Runner, guy who died. Oh. Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer. It was supposed to be Rutger Hauer. Oh. Um so that was kind of a bummer. And then uh Tom Hardy was supposed to be Scrooge. Oi. Oh. Which is weird. He produced it still. A venom. So, yeah. So I really, I really kind of appreciate a lot of those swings. Uh, two swings I really didn't like, and I'm just gonna say it here because you guys should know. Uh, they have Scrooge be a molested little boy in school. Is that a plot point in the nope. original one? Not <laughs> nope. at all. And he gets very close to raping Mrs. Cratchit. Yikes! Oh. Yikes! And there's a there's a long BBC why there's a long scene where Cratchit where Mrs. Cratchit comes to Scrooge and he's like we need help for 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 Tiny Tim's surgery because <laughs> um, he's he's born bad and we need surgery. And he need does the what are you gonna do for me? Yeah, he no like yeah. for real. No, I'm he getting does it. A, so what what's this worth to you? Is the kind of thing. It's, and he it's revealed that he only did it to see like. How far would people go as like a social experiment? Because he hates humanity and he's got some autism, um, a little bit of autism in this slide. That he has a number. He has a number thing. He needs to count everything. Okay. Um, and so like, like she's naked, and he's like, okay, I have no interest in women that way. I just wanted to see how far you'd go. Take your money and go. What and a I'm jerk. Like, uh, that's. I you went too far. With I don't that. like that. You went too far with that. Not a fan. So I mean, ultimately, like I appreciated how different it was, but I, I think I might have missed the point of the whole story. Yeah, um, it sounds like it wanted to be like like mature, just yeah, to be mature. It's more Shakespeare <coughs> than Dickens, um, and I, I it's like BBC Dracula, but with but Christmas Carol. Yeah, we want to get this Christmas Carol on HBO. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's 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 kind of horror, which I which I did appreciate with the Ghost of Christmas uh, Past and the stuff with his dad. They 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 talk about um, there's some really sweet stuff. In it, the ending they I do think they nail, but I yeah I think they missed the point. That's a bummer. Um, let's see, let's see. That's a I, bum bum tugger. I started Good Omens. Oh yeah, I'm only four episodes in. That's a good show. Hell yeah. It's a, Is that Mike, Amazon? Amazon, yeah. Mm. Michael Sheen and David Tennant. So nice to see David Tennant in a role like this. He's having so much fun. Michael Sheen's also having a lot of fun. They're absolutely gay. Hell yeah. I, like there's all this stuff online, and I was like, "Oh, the ships are real." Yeah, the ship, the ship, the ships are like, uh, the, because it's always been a ship. Is is Michael um, Crowley and Azarafel, mm -hmm. the main characters, and Mr. so Mr. Crowley. So I was kind of like, "Okay, yeah." I mean, people have their ships, and you're allowed to have your ships, but a lot of time it's just subtext, and you're just putting, you're just projecting onto a story. Mm -hmm. uh, Michael Sheen and David Tennant are absolutely playing it as if they are gay lovers. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun to watch. Actually, like Poe Dameron, <laughs> but nobody cares. Yeah. I, oh, sorry, Disney doesn't care. I care. I meant nobody wants them to do that. I really, uh, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that series so far. Uh, and Good. then I, I, fin I finished it. I fall in order. Do you know if they're gonna do a season two? No, it's just a miniseries. Okay. Yeah. So no season. Oh, I guess two. I'm not, I'll watch it and not worry. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I finished Jedi Fall in Order. Do, do, really do, do, um, I did start Watchmen, but I'm not gonna talk about it yet. Cool. How, uh, just one episode. I'm almost done. <laughs> Fart. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. I'm not going to talk about it yet. Don't I'm talk about it yet. We're going to wait till I'm done. Cool. That works. That's all me. I got. What that worries me. <laughs> I, I said all my pieces. Do you want to go, Sparks, or do you want me to go? 
I'm I'm gonna be very brief, so so I'm ahead. gonna be brief as well. I didn't do a whole lot because I was sick. I yeah. wasn't feeling good. Yeah, I got you. Um, I uh, let's see. I went and saw Star Wars again. Mm-hmm. I I still like that movie, but I have to say my it's yeah it's it's flawed. Second time I saw did it. That's like, big. <laughs> did that speak? I love yeah. I love all the memes on you. Did you like it less the second time? Uh, I think a little bit. That's funny. I love I you love liked it more. The, yeah, I did. That's fine. Okay. I love all the tweets that are just like we could have had this, but the dead speak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get me wrong. I still like the movie a lot. It's just like yeah, I, I think I noticed the the cracks in the 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 cracks. Yeah, uh, my favorite uh, thing of the the dead speak was someone retweeting the Michael Jackson official Twitter account where it said have a happy new year everyone with <laughs> oh, a picture oh. of Michael Jackson <laughs> and then someone said the dead speak. <laughs> uh, I haven't awful. seen that one. That one's cool. Sun Patine. Uh, I mean, obviously I watched The Witcher. That was a huge thing. Um, I beat the main story in Pokemon Sword. Got oh yeah. S- got some more. How uh, many hours do you think you put in? Uh, maybe 30. Okay. Give or take. Did you kind of like not beeline it, but like, did you kind of like not do no, all I, the side I, stuff? I, I I did some side stuff. Don't you mean pee line it? Pokemon line it. All right, cool. Oh, okay. I'll allow it. Yeah. yeah. This time, yeah. I got one. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm do, I'm trying to do some end game stuff uh, or post game stuff, but at the point I'm like, I really want to play Fallen Order. Oh, that's a I, sorry, that's a I, Jedi Fallen Order problem too. Yeah, and also I really want to play um, uh, Witcher Three. Like really bad. But I'm telling you, that game is insanely long. I and, know. I and know. Like, you keep telling me this. Once I you, know. You, you, once you start, you're hooked in, baby. I know, which is what I'm trying to do. So I would beat Fallen Order first. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm gonna do. Good. Because I want to beat Fallen Order. I want to beat Pokemon Sword, and then I'm just gonna go between Witcher, Collection of Mana, and my Genesis. We'll talk. Uh, about the, I'm so, gonna be playing so you're as well. still gonna play three, like two more rounds of um, Fire Emblem. Fi- Fire Emblem, right? Frack, that's right, Fika. Yo, man, I told you, man, you're never gonna do it. It's, it'll be no, there. never gonna you happen. What? Because you mentioned it, uh-huh. I will. I really sure. want to go back to the Arkham games. I'll see you in 2021 when you still haven't fulfilled that promise. Oh, challenge accepted. I am not the one who made a list of games I haven't yet played. Oh, buddy. Boom! Oh, boom! Why'd you boom! Do that? Here comes the boom! <laughs> Ready or not? Why would you yeah. do that? I don't know. All right, continue. Sparks. Oh, are you done? No. Um, uh, I was obviously sick on New Year's. Um, I got my, I've got some comic books, which I still haven't read yet. Yeah, comics. Yeah, but I've, I, I read nothing. I, I, I'm ashamed. I, read I, nothing. I bought like a month's worth of comics the other day, and I've only read mostly the X Men. Oh, you know I what? Did. I read two. I read the two, first two chapters of Christ of the Infinite Earths. There you go. So I read what, something. I did catch up on uh, Superman. Yeah. Superman. I might be dropping it. Dropping that shit. I'm, I am. I, I actually am missing. Come over uh, to the dark side. We got cookies. <laughs> no, I'm actually missing issue 17, because I you got me issue 18 by missing issue 17. All oh, right, 17 super. is before the yeah before the reveal. Before the before reveal. 18. Now nah, I'm eventually I'm gonna make a trip up to Earth too. But I did find and ca- uh, God, get DC. the missing. I got my missing X Men books, Radical, and Radical. I cannot wait to read Man, those. Can't, don't miss those X Men. No, I, I got. I she's. Can't wait to read my Marauders. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I, what I, that's what I like to hear. I can't wait to read my Marauders. I can't wait to read my Marauders, my Excalibur, my X Men. I am ready. I actually bought two copies of X Men number two. No one's mad. No. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> what is a swish? I don't know what this was. Actually. <laughs> I, I thought it was showing us a ring. No, um, not <laughs> to oh spoil. God, I'm not gonna spoil X Men four, but the cover is. Uh, uh, Xavier, yeah, Magneto, yeah. and Apocalypse in suits and talking to the World Council. It's an I, entire issue of this, this talking philosophy. I am and it's just like... That. <laughs> nice. It's okay. Nice. 
Uh, let's see. I went to Frankenstein's sh- uh, last show at the old location. Oh, those those of you Frankenstein's is a is a swap meet uh, yeah, in Los a, Angeles. A swap it's like a little Comic Con. It's a collectible show. That's what yeah. the, it's officially called. It's the Frankenstein collectible show. I went to their last show at their Who'd old location. Who'd you meet, Frank or Sons? No, neither, unfortunately. No. <laughs> and uh, last yesterday, Adam and I went to the grand opening of the new location. That the new location is so much better. It was a Sam's Club, right? Or it something? used to be a Sam's Club. So it's big. Yeah. Oh, it is. They haven't figured. They haven't. There's this huge giant. They have too um, much room. <laughs> yeah, there's this huge <laughs> gap. They haven't put new stuff in, and they have. I um, mean, you could tell that not everything is where it's supposed to be. Because they had, they were moving over um, the New Year's, the New Year holiday. So um, some booths are still trying to put all their stock up, and they're trying to get everything like settled. But once everything's done, there's like a lot more room, a lot more vendors to go. Find, hopefully, they can move that arcade that they had at the old location to the new one. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot better location. There's parking now, guys. Amazing. There's parking spots. It's you can actually get a spot. I you walked like a mile last time I went there. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to walk a freaking mile anymore. We got a nice spot when we went that one time. That one time. Yeah. I have never gone and had a problem with a spot. Yeah. yeah. Sparky Sparks, you want to go? Yeah, uh, I am happy to report I consumed almost nothing new Good. since we last left. Good. I took a real big break, and I didn't know how much I needed it. Um, I spent all my time, almost the majority of my time, with uh, uh, friends and family and uh, also, before all that, I was also working and trying desperately to edit and get videos out. Hey, guys, the Downright Nerdy episode should be out now. You're welcome. Link in the it description. Forever. I tried really hard to get that out before I left for New Year's, and it did not happen. That's okay. Um, so just, like, needed the break from the editing, needed the break from work. It was nice. Uh, the good. only new stuff I consumed since we last podcasted is Noel on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it entirely lives and dies by Anna Kendrick's performance. Yep. And uh, the only other thing I did, weirdly, is I read the first 12 issues of... I needed to get all the info up. Hold on. I think Noel was the first of, of Disney Plus. Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that an old comic? Uh, the one that started in uh, tw- 2018. The, the one that takes place after episode three by Charles Soule. That's Charles Soule's run. Where, oh, uh, I, I, oh I just, it's just called Darth Vader, I think. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, yeah. Uh, the traits are Darth Vader, Dark Lord of Sith. Yeah. Weird. Well, because it's to differentiate from the, no, I get from the other Darth Vader line, yeah. Uh, which is all Weird. about post uh, episode three. Yeah. Um, it's good stuff. Usually when I read Vader in comics, I hear James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. I did not hear James Earl Jones. I heard Anakin. I heard Aiden Christensen for this. Hmm. I and like I, I think that's good. Yeah. I think it's good because it's immediately after episode three and I'm like, I hear the Anakin. Yeah. I'm he has not become acting. that person. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, like, uh, I guess not necessarily Hayden Christensen, but like Anakin, if you've watched the Clone Wars, that kind of stuff. This unless, sounds unless like this, uh, evil This Vader. sounds like the Jedi still not becoming the Dark Lord that he is, still yeah. making the same choices, Which still thinking the, the same way. Which Dark is the Prince, point maybe? of the series. Yeah. That's yeah. important. Series. That's cool. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I read the the first twelve issues of that, and I really enjoyed it. Have you and that's that literally all I did. I read the first volume because it's now all on Marvel Unlimited. Uh, uh Kelly Thompson's uh, Captain Marvel run. Uh, that book is awesome. 
that book is really cool and the art is fantastic and cool. it uses old characters from like the early 2010s that I haven't seen in a while that made me really happy uh, Kelly Thompson is slowly becoming like one of my favorite modern writers like everything I've read of hers I just I love yeah you're gonna want to keep up with that yeah I, I, uh, I, that, I know that, it's like the dark dark Captain Marvel stuff that going whole on. Uh, star character thing yeah. is a is a big deal right yeah. now CBR spoiled what that thing what, what star is to me it's really upset by them the headline Mm. Um, okay, shall we get into our, our bread and butter? Oh, is it 2021 already? Let's 2020 do it. 2020 bread that and butter. Took forever. Yeah. And here's your bread and your butter. Here's your bread and butter. Okay, okay, not in my ear, thank you. For the first bread and butter of 2020, Carb me we've up. got a nice sourdough here for you, served with a garlic butter. And herb sauce. Ooh, that sounds mm, good. That does sound good. Full disclosure, I'm high. That sounds really <laughs> good. <laughs> Full disclosure, I'm hungry, and I had some really sad pasta at work the other day. That sad m- pasta? Oh, it was like I like I, it was frowning at you. As in, I you eat it, and you could hear Gordon Ramsay yell at the. That's that's the yeah. first trade collection of Ben Magnet's life is the nostalgia's bitch and the sad <laughs> pasta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no! It's like Captain um, Underpants. <laughs> yeah. Oh All right. no! What have I, I, I hate I hate to bring down the mood, but we have some deaths to talk about that happened over the over the New Year's. Of course we do. Um, Lee Mendelson, who is a producer of a number of Garfield and Peanuts animated shows and specials, uh, famous for uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh. He died wah, wah, over wah. the over the holiday oh. at the age of 86, uh, died of cancer on Christmas oh. Day, actually. Oh. oh, yeah, that that's that's a that's a blow. Um, obviously, the Peanuts cartoons are, you know, well oh, yeah. beloved. They're yeah. classics. Yeah, classics. Um, and as well as Sid Mead. Yeah, this one sucks. Also died at the age of 86. Um, you will get you guys will know his work from Blade Runner, where he was co- where he was called a visual futurist, Tron, where he was a concept artist, mm. and uh, he did the production illustrate illustrations for Alien and Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Um, Star Trek: The Motion Picture was his first ever film work. Hell um, of a designer, hell of an artist. He also he also worked on Blade Runner twenty forty nine and Tomorrowland, so he kept working Ooh. up until. Yep. Up until the dude had like years. like uh, an incredible eye, yeah. yeah, for design. Yeah, he died on died of lymphoma on December thirtieth. Um, and he was actually going to receive the Art Directors Guild William, Art Directors Guild's William Cameron Menzies Award in February during the Guild's 24th annual show. Oh wow! Nice. So that sucks. He he had a the fact that he was still working. Yeah, yeah. Like Blade Runner 2049, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland looks awesome. It yeah. does. Even tr- tr- the classic Tron film. Yeah, the classic that Tron is, film. That's a that is a beautiful design. Yeah, and obviously Star Trek: The Motion Picture is uh, Star Trek, so. Mm-hmm. Looks famous good. for the for the new, um, he probably helped design the new Enterprise, Enterprise for the for the thing, um, and now it's just for some funnies. We're gonna bring out the mood. I call this industry oopsies. Oopsies, I love them. We'll talk about something that's that's kind of that sucks. Collider. Oh yeah. Oh, we're Lord gonna talk about what happened it. with Collider real quick. I watch them almost every day. Maybe not anymore. Yeah. So Collider released a statement and without warning to its staff, which is horrible. Uh, that it will not be going forward with any of the shows that it does, Movie Talk, uh, Heroes, Jedi Council. Uh, Jedi Council, well, obviously we're talking about this because we know Ken Knapsack, who, yeah. is, who mm-hmm. recently promoted to host of, of Jedi Council. And for eight shows, hosted it really well, I might add, with Emma Fife and... Um, Roxy Stryer. No, no, no. Ace. Oh, sorry. Roxy Stryer took over Movie Talk. 
Yes, but she also does a show called Cloud Alive, and they also yeah. she did do uh, all of her shows have been canceled over the years. All all of the we you, we were both TV on talk and uh, Flash and Flash Friends. Friends. Yeah, yeah, all the shows get canceled. Yeah, so it's it's re- really sucks that this has happened. Uh, a lot of these people are now without a steady job with Collider, and Collider is going to focus more on the deep fake saga. They're f- they are focusing on some real real shit stuff that's getting them a lot of views. Yeah. They are still focusing on some other shows uh, uh, with some of the people who work at Collider and those are good shows like For Your Consideration which is their Oscar show. Yeah. That does them really well. I like that show a lot uh, but it sucks that like their main movie ch- talking show was canceled. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And especially I've been like, watching that show for like I don't even know how long. Yeah and they, they had Schmoes No until, until uh, Krishna Harloff left. I could see maybe now why he, yeah. <laughs> he left as well. Um, I texted Ken. Uh, it's like, hey, man, I just heard about this. I'm so sorry. And it's like, yeah, it sucks that I'm broke again, but I'm happy to be done with that shit show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's so. been some, uh, I don't want to say feuding, but the number. Oh, no, feuding. Let's call it feuding. The, num- the number two guy at Collider oh, has yeah, been tweeting I saw, some no, shit. I saw that tweet. Uh, Ken. Uh, I normally don't see Ken lash out at a. Yeah. Like why. Ken has always been the guy who's like tweeting like, hey, this is Be what I'm doing, but also yeah. is like, hey, love Star Wars. Love what you like. You He's like, like no, you like? F you. Well, the guy oh. was saying just like, oh, this is why. Like, he, he retweeted a clip. It was like, oh, this is why all these shows got canceled. Yeah. The, like, the also, guy who did the canceling. He also said something right. about, uh, like, hey, this is, it looks like uh, Collider. It's like, there's a reason why Collider is not talking about a uh, movie review show or something. Essentially, like movie commentaries. Yeah. Which, and he's like, they're doing real industry professional stuff. It's like, man, you and, suck. And what really sucks about like Jedi Council specifically is I started I started going back to that because Ken Napsok is a friend, but also it just became such a positive show. They have two Star Wars shows. They have the Rule of Two, which yeah. they're keeping. <laughs> which they're keeping? Which, yeah. Oh Jesus! They're getting rid of the other Star Wars show. Okay. Jedi Council is the good one. I'm not gonna say that, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch Rule of Two. Um, not do I. <laughs> So that that really sucks that these people are now without warning the day after they get back from holiday. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. That's yeah. the worst part. That's the worst part. They come back from home, willing to go back to work, and the next thing they know, it's like, hey, so you're done. Yeah. Luckily, um, most of these people uh, are like online personalities, and they have good personalities. So like, someone's gonna scoop them up. And you should, and it, you know, you should support their personal work as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was watching Roxy's live stream the other day. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um. Yeah, so garbage. Yeah, the other thing is, let me tell you guys a little bit about diamond distribution. Oh, so can we just, the deep fake saga is really stupid. It, and is, it makes it's me mad. Awful. It's awful. awful. It makes me really mad that that's something that's being popularized and that they're they're pushing yeah. so hard. And it I'm like, this is millions all, of views. It's for not the even wrong that. En- reasons. It's not even entertaining. It's no. not. It's awful. It's terrible. Yeah, the George Lucas thing we reacted to the Rise of Skywalker trailer. Awful. And they're gonna focus more on that. Right, in case you're wondering, I'm not flipping you off. I'm just flipping that. I this not is this is the worst version of of YouTube stuff that I feared when deepfake started yeah. coming up. Is that like we're we're just gonna feel like with this BS content, where we we're can't have personalities or like talk about stuff we want anymore. No, yeah. it's uh, God. I, I'm so. Yeah. We need yeah. a new YouTube. Also, F YouTube. Jack, <laughs> also, F Jack Hind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah there you go. Um, so let me tell you guys a little bit about Diamond Distribution. They're awful. The Diamond Distribution is a monopoly distribution service on the comic book industry because no one's going to. They're the Disney of monopolies They're of comics. Worse, oligopolies. Worse. Disney go. has no. Uh, Disney has competition with Warner Brothers and Universal. That's true. Diamond has no competition. They are the only people who distribute uh, comic books to a- anywhere. Quick yeah. anecdote, Diamond. Where the frack is my goddamn song annual number one that you promised me, buddy? 
I know. I've been waiting for a lot of shit from Diamond. I know. But Diamond sucks. And I used oh, yeah. to, uh, Ryan, you and I used to work at a comic book store, so we dealt with Diamond firsthand. There's constant damages to comic books, constant delays. Uh, sometimes you just don't get your shit. Sometimes and they're the they're only just, people, so what are you going to do? Yeah, so what are you going to do? Uh, well, anyway, so Diamond uh, accidentally oh, what's their put their, their... All right, so a little bit of background on this one, actually. Um Thor number one and Star Wars number one were not on the original FOC, which means um, final order cut final order cutoff for Diamond. It's for the, it's to it's to say to uh, retailers this is the last day that you can order this. So it was not on their final order cutoff, which is odd because it's about the huge books. Yeah, because they were coming out January first, which is a holiday. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they needed to have a new final order cutoff, but they didn't tell everyone. But then uh, they tr- they tried to get people to do it. But in this email that they did this, so mind you, many stores, many stores were without Thor number one and Star Wars number one. I got both those, baby. I did too. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't get Star Wars. I got Same. Thor. I need to get Star Wars. Um, but yeah, so like many stores were were without these without these books because Diamond basically screwed them. Um, so Diamond in this email basically saying to like, hey, uh, guys, you should do this or else you're not going to get get these books and it's not our problem. Accidentally put on. The essentially the top retailers for specifically Marvel books, so there was like a so there was, so there was it was a bunch of information saying that these are our top retailers, these are who we give the prior the priority attention to, which you're not supposed to do. It's like rationing off comic books. <laughs> yeah. So you so this the people who like don't get the shortages, don't get the damages. The ones that are like these are our top clients. So like essentially like we used to work at Earth Two Comics. So like Midtown Comics is a it's a much bigger comic book store well they'll get they'll get all the marvel books they want or to comics well maybe maybe you'll get those what the so damn? they actually put this in an email and a couple of comic book stores are like yeah i'm just not gonna have diamond books anymore the people uh i think not midtown but someone another new york store a prominent new york store golden apple golden apple is i think one of them doing it but okay. it wasn't this one Golden Apple just followed us on. Instagram. I saw that. I was surprised. It's really weird. Yeah, they're they're like one of the biggest comics. Yeah. Um, so so one of the stores in New York was just like, "Hey, I'm sorry to all my customers, but this is un- unacceptable. We've been putting up a diamond ship for years. Uh, I'm just not going to get new books anymore. I will continue to have old books, but I'm not. I will not be getting new that, books. And anymore. that's a really tough thing to c- even consider. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, diamond is the one, and they suck. So like, it, nothing's going to change unless you do something about it. Yeah. Which again, like, sucks for customers, but like, if you're a business, you got to run a business. Yeah. yeah, and Diamond constantly is just is constantly screwing people over. So perhaps maybe we'll see some more competition with the comic <sighs> distribution. The, the problem is like, uh, on such a scale, like a worldwide scale, like I can't think of like an upstart starting. Yeah. you know what I mean. It seems like it, it's an impossibility. Well, Marvel tried to do it in the '90s, which yeah. is why they have their own catalog within the previous catalog, which is what Diamond puts out for. And you can like, I, I think you can do it from DC. I don't know, but you can definitely order straight from Marvel. Yeah, and do like subscriptions and so stuff. So Marvel has their own has their own catalog, and because of the fact that they tried to distribute their own comics for a long time, it didn't work though because Diamond just came down on them. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Diamond sucks. That's cool that like people are fighting back, but at the same time, like man, it, people you're not going to get comics. new books. <laughs> people need their comics. Yeah, that sucks. It does. That is horrible. But speaking about comics, yeah, I read, comics. I read those. Transformers versus the Terminator is the crossover you didn't know you wanted. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> uh, did I just blow your mind then? No, I'm just imagining Optimus Prime squishing a Terminator with his foot. No, you know what I'm imagining is a Terminator transforming. Oh, <laughs> that's what I'm imagining. It's gonna oh. happen. Hell no, it's gonna happen. even better. Megatron joining forces with Skynet, like <sighs> merging with Skynet, Dude. and he's like the he's kind of like um, Ultron Sigma, but better. 
Hunter no Killers roll out. Yeah. You don't know yeah, who yeah. Ultron Sigma is, do you? Oh, no, it's uh, 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 Mega Man. No, Marvel vs. Capcom. Isn't he the bad guy from Mega Man, though? Yeah. But so Ultron. then Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yes, Ultron. You're right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. From, it's, it's a crossover from IDW and Dark Horse. Dark Horse owns the Terminator license. Of course. Mm-hmm. IDW owns the yeah. Transformers license. It's going to be a four-issue miniseries coming out in March 2020, written by David Mar- Mariot, John Barber, and Tom Waltz. The interesting thing here is um, David Marriott and John Barber are former Transformers writers and the current editors at IDW for the Transformers line. Cool. Um, Tom Waltz is fr- is the I think the main writer on the current Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles line. I want to say I recognize his name, but I but I, I don't watch that show, so but I know he's a no, writer. The comic books. The oh, the comic. Okay, yeah. then I recognize his from the title. Okay. The current TMNT comics I've heard a lot of really good things about. Yeah, same. Um, they have that. They have the new uh, Lady Turtle. Yeah, she's yeah. cool. Did you, you know how that happened? Oh, the mutant lady, lady powers? Turtle? No, because there was like a uh, blood transfusion. The blood transfusion. Oh, turn yeah. her into a t- turn her into a turtle. Oh. Hell yeah! I thought you were talking about the lady turtle from the nineties. No, 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 the, no, the no. new one. The oh, new okay. One. Um, she was a person, and the blood transfusion turned her into a turtle. Oh, okay. Uh, the art will be done by Alex Milne, um, who I don't I think worked on some term- some Transformers books before. Cool. Um, it's a heavy metal mashup that fans have been dreaming about for more than three decades. And next spring, IDW Publishing will finally make it happen as two iconic 1980s sci-fi robotic franchises collide in the comic book miniseries Transformers vs. the Terminator. Produced in partnership with Dark Horse Comics, the four-issue miniseries will be written by, and we, we know all that. Those people. Together, uh, they will offer what IDW describes as an epic crossover that revisits the concepts of alien invasion and time-traveling resistance fighters, but twists them in unexpected ways. I'm into this. I'm into this too. I of all the crossovers, like I've I'm, I have nothing against them, but I don't really read them. Yeah. But this one seems to like make the most sense to me. <laughs> well, they did a Ghostbusters Transformers crossover, yeah. which is actually really good. I'm sure. I just like I I don't really want to read that. Yeah. This but, is something I'm actually interested in. Uh, the Transformers crossovers have always actually been really good. The Star Trek one. Yeah. Uh, this one. I did buy the first issue of the crossover, the mega crossover. It was like Strike Force or like yeah, yeah, yeah. A, sh- a Strike Attack, and yeah. it was fine. <laughs> Different, different thing. Different thing. Uh, I'm excited for this. This sounds fun. Hmm. You like Terminator Sparks, right? I do like Terminator. How about Transformers? I also like Transformers. In the sense. There you go. And Allie, you're up in. I don't know how I feel about it, but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, it's good. Yeah, I, I think they've all. I think they've all been pretty good, but hopefully, it's good. All right. Uh, some Dawn of X news. Cable is getting a new series. He sure is with a hell of a creative team. Kid Cable, uh, if you're reading the X-Men series, is the current Cable. Uh, Jerry Duggan, written by and art by Phil Noto, out March 2020. He's my favorite comic book artist. So as for... you're excited for this one. I don't give a shit about Cable, really, yeah. but like this creative team makes me at least buy the first issue immediately. And I, ki- and like he's been he's been a fun character. He's like, yeah. Mom, I want the big gun. Like it's so weird to see like this hyper extreme like '90s Cable turn into like a 16 year old. It's weird, but uh, and he uh, killed the previous. He killed the, yeah the in, a, in a X Men comic a couple years ago called Extinction. Yeah, uh, yeah, Cable killed Cable, and now he's like a teenager. <laughs> they did that with Iron Man. Yeah, but this That's time the same thing they did with Iron Man. This, yeah, but it's not as not as bad. <laughs> it's the same exact thing they did with Iron hey, Man. It's comic books. Ultra they took a young, com- yeah. they took young Tony Stark and killed old Tony Stark. Cable, cable killed Cable. Yeah, mm. I thought streaming would have killed the Cable Star. Oh. oh, oh my God! No, guys. So there's a joke. Oh. That's good. Real quick. Oh. That's good. There's a Spark. <laughs> there's a clone. Oh. <laughs> there's a clone of Cable, an evil Cable. His name is Strife, and in a comic, uh, he tells Cable, 
your basic cable a <laughs> <laughs> real cable oh, and i thought that's really funny hey i just love that how he turned radio kill, the video killed the radio star into a cable joke that I was like great. I, uh, so good. up top sparks that i was think good. there's too many dawn of xbox coming there there is a lot but here's the thing until all until a majority of them start becoming bad give me them <laughs> i know but it's so much money oh i know um, this will follow Nathan Summers as he continues the cable tradition of taking younger X-Men under his wing with the series teasing appearances by Pixie and Armor. Armor is so cool. So that'd be cool. Speaking of Dawn of X and Jonathan Hickman, Dawn of Jonathan Hickman is putting out a new comic book called Decorum writ- uh, with art by Mike Huddleston who's doing a book called Middle West right now. Hell yes. Which is Scott Young's written. Scott Young? Scott Young's mm-hmm. written. Um, it will follow a well-mannered assassin. And that's really all we know. So um, Mike Huddleston did a lot of the variant covers that I bought for Dawn of X uh, and, or House of X and Powers of X, and he is a stunning artist, like a really like beautiful visual language of like with colors and and the way he does like shadows are really cool. So uh, any book with him like inside, I'm gonna actually I didn't know he was doing a book already. Middle East, Middle West, Middle West. I'm gonna check that book out because his art's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, more Johnny Hicks, please. That's some um, that's some uh, comic book news. Anything you guys want to add before we move Not, on to I the don't next remember. section? Nope. All right, Star Wars news. This is an interesting one, and I considered not putting any of this news on here, but I think it could have some good. Discussion I love points. news um, because actually, two of these aren't really news. But the 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 first curious one is that Star Wars Clone Wars season seven seemingly has a release date of February seventeenth. Oh yeah, I saw that. Now this is weird because if you follow the source to any of the articles, they link to a Disney page. The Disney the Disney website has taken down the video that teased this. So looks like an oopsie on their part. Oopsies. Mm-hmm. Lots of oopsies. So we don't know if it's uh so we have no proof of, of, of this. They could have put it on there by accident, but it looks like for now, February seventeenth is Star Wars Clone Wars. Also, I think it's only twelve episodes. That's what I've heard too. And and I, think we, I think we heard that like a couple celebrations yeah. ago. People did seem to be mad about that. I'm like, I'm happy we're getting anything. Yeah. yeah. But did you guys see the meme where <coughs> it's basically me. the end of season six? Do you guys see the meme where it's uh, uh, uh Orson Credic where he or it's like his it says um the Clone Wars on Disney Plus says Disney Plus original, and then Cartoon Network was like, "You are standing on my achievement." Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's like it's Cartoon Network's logo over Orson Credit's face. God. So basically, what original show is awesome. Basically, what this is going to be is, um, uh, so season, so the lost episodes of season six that were put on Netflix were the mm-hmm. first part, were what they had finished of that season because they got really far ahead. Mm-hmm. They were really far ahead for a long time, so they had already started season six before they were canceled uh, by Disney because it was a Cartoon Network show. So they already had like six episodes, I think, done. And so they put those on Netflix as the last episodes. And wow. this is the next parts of those. They are finishing what was yeah. left. Yeah. The Fanny's final th- order. Fanny's actually going through Clone Wars right now. She's liking it. Don't nice. you do that to me. The final, final order, order of episodes. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I saw a guide where it's like, hey, this, this is how you should watch Clone Wars in chronological order. And I was like, I might actually do that. Yeah, there's a chronological order because the, epi- the early episodes especially aired out of order. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird. That's what killed Firefly. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I love Clone Wars. I love Dave Filoni. I'm totally into more of those, more of those episodes. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool that they're that they care enough to like actually end it. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now I put this under unconfirmed Star Wars reports because there's a lot of st- there's a couple of things that came. Oh, dude, out. this has been weeks of of random stuff. Yeah, so a lot of random stuff. But this, but these two, I think are interesting. Could be interesting discussions. Now I don't believe any of these because a lot of these come from YouTube pages and nothing. Um, we got this covered. Yeah. Com. Hey guys, I'm so glad everybody is turning against. We got this covered. No. They've always been bad. No, they've always been bad. F that. F that. F that. Such as F them all. We got this covered. Awful. Yes, um, they are. It's I, like Alan the website. Oh, damn, damn, rack. 
You're not wrong. He better not be listening to this. <laughs> a sequel series to Rebels is apparently in development according to a YouTube page called First Order Transmissions. I've s- I-, I saw that going around. Yeah, I saw this going around. I'm not sure I believe it. However, I really want it. Because I would love to see the f- the adventures of uh, uh, Sabine and Ahsoka. Look, I believe that a series related to what is happening with the characters where they left off from Rebels is being talked about. Yeah. Yeah. I just, like, I think saying Rebels sequel series is misleading. Yeah. I w- now that uh, I was actually thinking about this, one of the I, and I tweeted about this, I would really like to see this, is that now that The Rise of Skywalker is done, the legacy characters are free. You can do whatever you want with them now. Yeah. Um, I would love to see an animated series with Luke, Leia, and Han after, like, somewhere in the same time period as Mandalorian, but in the inner rim and not the outer rim. So you got two different stories happening at the same time. I, you could have but we have five years of comics, which is all that. No, we have no. He's saying post Return of the Jedi. Post oh, Return sorry, of the Jedi, Return which Jedi, we don't okay. have. Got it. Yeah, yeah. We have nothing of those characters post Return. Well, we have mm. some things, but like sprinklings. Yeah. I would love to see a more dedicated series of having Luke um, discover more about the Force, um, so you can have him like team up with Ahsoka in an episode, possibly, and like you have him learn more about the Force because we know that he learned more about the Force going forward than what he just knew mm-hmm. because he uh, he became so so powerful in it. Uh, I'd really like to see something like that now that now now that they're free. I I I, I question if Disney would just ha- have a actual show with the, those characters in it as the main characters. It's possible. Not that like like to. the Clone Wars obviously has like Obi Wan and stuff, yeah. but like Obi Wan or I don't know. It doesn't feel the same as like Han, Leia, Luke, it doesn't, which are like the original. It doesn't feel the same now. Yeah. Uh, because we have the live action shows coming, and we and and these characters have been. Like you can't touch these characters. I just wonder as if they don't want to trilogy. relocate those to just like uh, to anim- to like some animated show. You know what I mean? I think that'd be the best way to bring them back because yeah. you can have Mark Hamill do Luke, Luke Skywalker if you I want. I don't know if I want it. Yeah, that's right. I I just want anything with Dave Filoni, and I think Luke yeah. became such an inter- like grew to become such an interesting Force user. I'd really like to see that progression somewhere. Well, I heard somewhere. you say Groot became an interesting Force. Groot too. Oh, Groot okay. too. I, I sort like, of heard it too, but I was just gonna let it go. That's fair. Um, the other thing is. Uh, there's an unsubstantiated rumor going around, and I say unsubstantiating and, and, and underline that because uh, there's no there's nobody attached to a new Star Wars movie right now. Um, but they are apparently someone is talking about a new Star Wars film being set about 400 years before the rise of, before the, the Skywalker High saga, High Republic, the High Republic era, which is old where Republic. the prequel. It's the yeah. prequel era. It's not Old Republic. It's before. Oh, it's after oh. the Old Repu- Republic. Old Knights of Republic is thousands of years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This okay. would be the era that we see the end of in. And Phantom this is the Blood and Fire Game of Thrones prequel, not the thousands of years ago gotcha. prequel. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Now, it's entirely possible that something like this is related to whatever Project Luminous is, which is something that's been going around for a long time. A lot of uh, book writers, comic book writers, everyone's involved in this. With something Star Wars related that was at one time called Project Luminous. Now, this could be similar to what they're doing with the new with a new series of movies. We didn't talk about it. But in, in in what's the new movie Star Wars movie called Rise of Rise, Rise of, of Skywalker. Skywalker? There's a core called the Revan Core. Yeah. Oh, Revan right. is Revan. now officially canon, which means they might they might do Knights of the Republic stuff and just move it a little bit because 400 years, a thousand years, who cares? Uh, they said Revan in a Star Wars movie, and that's unbelievable to me that I didn't even catch it the first time. Well, so we can talk about all day about how shit that 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 book is. No, I know. Hey, but you I, don't put important plot points in the visual dictionary. Oh, I agree. 
But like, oh yeah, that's, that's still cool. so cool. That why does Dominic Monaghan have a two-page spread? Yo, because he was supposed to be a Jedi scholar who all his shit got cut did from the see, movie. Did you see the the tweet? The tweet I repeated, retweeted about this person going nuts reading the the, the yes. visual Skywalker. It's twice the size of any of them. Chewbacca's apolitical. Hey, Chewbacca's apolitical. Excuse me. He's definitely me. not been in Excuse a me. bunch of wars. <laughs> what? He the definitely hell? wasn't enslaved at one point and got freed. No Hold way. Up. He definitely wasn't like fighting with the Republic. Come on, Disney. What the then hell? Fighting with the we can't talk about Star Wars. Then guys. fighting with the Resistance. Do I don't know what you mean by you say Chewbacca's apolitical, and I'm afraid we're gonna get out of the. No, wall. it's just yeah. something stupid from the Means dictionary. That, right. According to the Visual Dictionary, Chewbacca has no political affiliation. Bullshit! He's Kate. Hey, there's good people on both sides, says Chewbacca. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> dare you. So dumb. I love it. So dumb. Anyway, I, yeah, I'd yeah, i be into this era if they want to do this for Star Wars. I'm into... I love Night to the Republic stuff. I just like like adding a little more fantasy to your fantasy star, like science fiction. So like, yeah. that's cool. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Game of Thrones, Star Wars, I'm into it. Do we? Do either of you know what you want? from Star Wars going forward or do you just want to take a wait and see approach? Uh, Honestly, wait and see because yeah. I don't know what I want until I get it. As of yeah. now, I'm going to just take a break. Oh, no, hardcore, I'm done with I'm <laughs> yeah. ready for a break. I, if I'm going to do play, if I'm gonna do anything that has a fantasy in space, it's called Fantasy Star 4 on my Sega our, Genesis. Our That's friend, what I'm doing. Our, oh, shit. Sorry. Don't let me forget about Justin. Um, so when... So when I went to Dave and Buster's, there is a simulator. There's a Star Wars simulator where you can sit in the cockpit of oh, an the X-wing. Where you can sit in the oh, cockpit yeah. of an uh, X-wing. Yeah, yeah. And fly. The pod, that thing yeah. is so cool. Oh, yes, that thing is very so cool. cool. That it's is very cool. It blows air at you and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that is awesome. I love that game. I will play that all day long. Okay, so our friend Justin. Yeah. Uh, I tweeted something about the Rise of Skywalker. Right. I was I was disappointed in the Rise of Skywalker. You've been tweeting stuff about Rise of Skywalker ever since we left. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I have so too sorry. a little bit. Well, so yes, one that's of the, true. One of the, this was this was. Uh, I know I was sadly disappointed in the Rise of Skywalker, but I really like watching Adam Driver move with a lightsaber. I think he's. So, I oh think yeah. His movements with the lightsaber are so good, um, even in Rise of Skywalker and all of them. And so I'm like watching this gif of the of the Last Jedi while I'm doing it, and it's the bit where he's like missing Luke, and I'm like, man, look at Luke move. Man, Last Jedi is good. Um, so I was. So this I, is true. So Justin asks, "Is there any hope for the Star Wars franchise?" And you had a really great response to that. There's always hope, right? Um, and a I new hope. And I, uh, like I said in the review, I I told him I was like, you know, I'm tentatively interested in any of the movies, but I'm more interested in what they're doing on the on the TV front because I think that's where where the stories that not, I'm interested not just in. TV because uh, Mandalorian takes place after Return of the Jedi, correct? Yeah. Yes. We now also have a, a Jedi Fallen Order game, which takes place a little bit after Order sixty six in Episode three. Yeah. Yeah. So like they are still doing this, and then we got the new Star Wars comic with with Charles Soule, which is mm-hmm. the sequel to the last series, which takes place after Empire. Yeah. So like there is still stuff happening all around. It just it's it's not it's, in the movies it's anymore. Like, it's yeah. like Ken said. You know, there's always something for everyone in Star Wars, uh-huh. and I, I'm, I was very disappointed in the, in the Rise of Skywalker. I wasn't sure if I was going to, but then I watched the Mandalorian and I beat Jedi Fallen Order. I'm like, there, there's still something for me in this universe, 100%. and I'm still, uh, so I'm still on board. Yep, yep. All right, moving on from Star Wars. Uh, uh, it, I'm particularly proud of my assessment, which I made. I know you both liked it after we left the Rise of Skywalker review, which is I still like the Rise of Skywalker. But everybody wanted it to be the Dragon Ball Super Broly of yes, the trilogy, and it's definitely the Resurrection F. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, it's good. It's not what I wanted, but yeah. it's good. I don't yeah. know how many things can be better than bro- that Broly thing. Man. <laughs> Let's get to our top list, 10 of the year. Oh, uh, shit, I forgot. Is it time now? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, did that come out, 2018? No, that was, no, that that was, was this, year. this year. That was January? Yeah. yeah. That's 2019, baby. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> He's writing it down right now. Uh, all right, so I got some miscellaneous news. Keeping with Disney, however, for a little bit, uh, Matt Nix, the creator of The Gifted and Burn Notice, um, is doing a TV series based off of Turner and Hooch. <laughs> really? The yes. uh, the Bill Murray dog movie, not Bill Murray. I, I'd Hanks say I'd say I don't want to see it, but I like Matt Nix. Yeah, yeah. And he must have such an interesting idea because he's a, he's. A this is part of his overall deal with 20th Century Fox that Disney is still honoring. Good for him. So that's good, cool. I mean, good for them. All right. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a new series on Disney Plus. Okay. So I'm I'm into this. Man, bring Je- bring Jeffrey Donovan on. No, you Bring don't get Jeffrey Tom Donovan Hanks. As Turner? No, you don't get Tom Hanks. You get Colin. Oh Hanks. shit! Get no. Colin Hanks. I'm sorry, Jeffrey Donovan. Oh With shit! A, him and a dog. Jeffrey Donovan Solving deserves crimes. another de- deserves another show. Yeah, I'm that, that he's the lead of. Nobody's given him movie roles. True. He deserves another show. Fans. All right, I'm going to. I'm not going to except read for villains. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to read you what what this title is. I'm just going to want you to guess. Okay. ABC has guys. Up. Resurrection F even brought back the Emperor. Emperor Frieza. Oh yeah, they did that better. Yeah. The dead speak, <laughs> and the dead literally spoke in that movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, ABC has begun work on a series set in a Disney-like enchanted forest, set in the fairy tale world of Disney. It will center on a whole new set of hi- new heroes, villains, princess, princesses, and all manner of magical beings. While it will pay homage to the classic sin- uh, signposts we're all familiar with, with the stories we grew up with. The Descendants. <laughs> What does it sound like to you? That a sentence? Once upon a time, once upon a time, from the t- from the creators of Once Upon a Time, Bridget Hales, series creator, executive producer, showrunners Eddie Kitsis and Adam Horowitz comes Epic. Basically, Once Upon a Time, but not called Epic. That that movie that bombed. I don't care. That George Lucas. <laughs> you movie? just said like it's the entire creative team of Once Upon a Time too, yeah. and I'm like that show went down the shitter hard. Oh, yeah. it did. Was Grimm the better of those two shows? I think it became. I so don't I know heard. if that's true because I didn't watch. Grimm. I, just, I didn't watch either. Here's the thing: the f- Once Upon a Time has the same track record, although it lasted longer as Heroes. That first mm. season is phenomenal. Yeah. And then the second season, its flaws start to appear, and then after that, it just kind of becomes. Uh, Let's do Elsa. What am I here uh, for? Yeah. To, be, here to be fair, out, to right? be fair, yeah. I think the Frozen stuff is one of the better things that show does. Yeah, yeah, I was expecting Which the Frozen stuff. Which shocks me to say, but the fa- the way they handle the Snow Queen stuff is actually impressive. Yeah, uh, mm. honestly, Sparks, I was expecting the second I heard that, hey, Frozen's gonna be in season four. Once upon a time, like, do you have to put that I'm, shit there? I far more dislike the way they handle Captain Hook. Than, oh, than Frozen. Lord. Yeah, I get that. Lordy. I liked him a lot in the beginning. Oh, I forgot. I did too. <gasps> Guys, Ooh, I actually liked the Peter Pan story, though. I forgot hey, that I did something over the Christmas break. You watched Once Upon a Time? No, I watched the SpongeBob SquarePants musical. Oh. oh. It's awesome. I've heard. <laughs> I watched an, an hour-long documentary about the making of it. They put so much heart and personality and love into that show. It's free. It's free to watch online on YouTube or Nickelodeon or anywhere. You guys should watch it if you like SpongeBob because they translate the insane comedy to, to the theater Beautifully. So Ooh. let's let's just watch that. I was later shocked tonight. how much fun I had just watching it on my little screen, like when let's, I was going to bed. Let's just watch that later tonight. Maybe. Ah! Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Epic will endeavor to create a whole new batch of characters as it explores love in all its forms. Now I'm good. The end of that. Pass. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I might care if it wasn't the same creative team as Once Upon a Time, and we weren't re- already revisiting all the classic stuff of the Disney World in the movie theater. Yeah. Yep. Every year. Every month. Um, I consider not putting this one on too, but Do whatever. It. Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek might not be happening anymore. He's actually. I, I, look- I also heard that like it might still be happening after that. It was said it might it's not be happening. L- I don't years. care until somebody well, says so, something. So, 
the more interesting thing that I got out of this article is that he's considering retiring now instead of after his next movie. Which he always said he was going to ten. I don't believe that. But now he's like, uh, I think Once Upon a Time. I think he said like Once Upon a Time is my magnum opus. Like spoiler alert, it's Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, but I agree. But spoiler alert, <laughs> the too. working title for I think for Once Upon a Time is magnum opus. Okay. Well, well, I think uh, well, I think that Inglorious Bastards is a better film. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is everything he's wanted. Yeah, it's to his love letter to film. Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I so that. I can understand if he's like, and I'm out. He's just yeah. been saying this ten this ten movie thing since he made his first movie, and was like, just do it, just do it, just do it, Quentin. Yeah, I I really like him. I wish he just never said this the whole ten movie thing. I wish he just like just stopped when he wanted to stop. Yeah, I get that. Um, and in Lord of the Rings news, uh, they have cast a young Galadriel Ooh. in the in Lord of the Rings TV series. May for May fit Morfit Morfi Morfid. <laughs> M-O- well, you've tried every vowel. M O R F Y D D. You guys I'm try. I'm sneezing, sorry. Morphid. Sure. Here, let me see. What is it? Morph- Morphid Clark. Um, I can't. Where is it? Show me. Up the top. I got it right here. All right. Morphid Clark. Oh, Morphid Clark. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you got it. Morphid Clark, uh, from hi- who's currently in His Dark Materials on HBO uh, and the BBC, oh, okay. has signed on to play young Galadriel. Uh, can't wait for a young uh, Gandalf so we can get that romance started. She's an elf, and they last a lot. Last long time. They live a long time. So yeah. this is like a long time ago, in a, in a galaxy, if far, in a fantasy away. world, if far, far away. If it's young enough to where they're like, we just can't use her, Kate, yeah, Kate Winslet again, then yeah, or it's like hundreds, or of it's years. a flashback. Mm. Wait, Kate Winslet? Don't you mean Kate Blanchett? Sure. There you go. No, you're right. They're the same person, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. All right, trailers. We're here. We're here. Cool. We're here. Uh, Superman Red Sun, the yeah. animated movie. From DC had a trailer. I good. saw man, Batman. He was not with a red enough. He was normal skin color. Oh, I was I upset. Think, I think oh, no. I don't think you. I think you misunderstood. Oh no. No, sorry. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's Oscar Isaac as uh, Superman. Is it really? Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh, He's Oscar. Russian Superman. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Oscar. That's really cool, right? Hell that yeah, is it is. Rad. Uh, yeah, this looks really good. I'm happy. He's Wonder Woman and Batman. I forgot. <laughs> Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. <laughs> I want them all. Oh, that'd be good. Actually, I um, uh, this trailer sold me a lot. Yeah. I really like that book a lot. So is there I. a Batman in this? There yeah. is. Okay. Did you? Know, oh, you were doing stuff. I was. No, I, I specifically waited. I want my Batman in a Russian hat, and then and we got a lot of it. The second you said it, we got Batman in a yeah, Russian yeah. hat. Yeah, yeah. I got Russian accents. That's great. Oh, I think yeah. I think this looks really solid. I've always been into the more into the when when they're good, the uh, spinoff movies and like not Elseworld the stuff. main yeah. se- main series movies. So uh, hopefully there's no sex scene in this one because their track record right now is that there's sex scenes in all of them. Oh God! Uh, that is that still true? Because like I don't think that's true of the last Justice League film that we talked about wanting to see, nor the Wonder Woman bloodline. What was the Justice League one? Bale that's Black? the one where they brought back Kevin Conroy and and it was oh. almost a spiritual successor to the series. Justice League versus the Fatal Five, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh that's yeah, true. yeah. Uh, you're right. That's we PG-13. have thirteen. Right. The R-rated ones are. Right. I, I was just saying. I was just saying. The last two movies. I'm pretty sure we just haven't watched them, but they've been solid, from what I understand. I have oh, just like Justice League Five. I need to watch. We, that. we need to watch that and Wonder Woman Bloodlines. Also, I heard that one was, was fine. Bloodlines. Yeah. Watch Batman or not Superman Reds. As What's far as it? as far as like the stuff that's trouble yeah, yeah, been yeah. troubling up to this point, it seems they turned up. turned a corner around from that. They got Brian Azzarello out of there. Gotham by Gaslight does it. King, uh, uh, King's Beach does it now. Uh, King uh, King Knight Knight. Uh, 
Killing Joke. Oh, I was like, where Killing are we going Joke here? Has it and Batman versus Harley Quinn. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick had a trailer. Yes, it did. The new the new Top Gun trailer looks really good. Yeah, uh, yeah I like I've seen Top Gun a couple times, but like I have no like love for it. But I, I think do. I think this like trailer looks really good. No, Top I think Gun. I'm with him on this. Jets one. are dope, guys. Top Gun is one of my favorite movies of all time. You guys I, is it really? Stealth? I love that movie. Was I was it? a kid. My dad would sit me in front of Top Gun, and I'd be like. I'm in. This is rad. I'm I'm the Ben Magnet today, and I haven't seen Top Gun, that's so cool. I'm like, oh, that's fine. All right, it looks like a movie with planes. But did you see stealth? Of some kind? No. Oh, buddy. It does not look like stealth. Looks a little bit like stealth. I just because it has jets in it does just not because mean it, it just has looks like this. One jet that looks like a stealth plane. Hey, who's the movie with a gun looks like John Wick? Who's the bad guy in this one? It can't be the Russians. We don't know who it is. Right. So I'm saying it's drones. It can't be drones. Why can't it be drones? Because I trust in the <laughs> filmmaking, and I trust Tom Cruise not to be totally silly like it that. It could still be drones. It could still be drones. Listen, you see you, you see uh, volleyball going on and people drinking and getting in the fights, and that's what I come to Top Gun for. And drones. I don't come to Top Gun for anything, but I'll come to Christopher McQuarrie. So. Exactly. I, I will, too. He's writing it. He's not directing it. The guy who directed Tron Legacy and Oblivion directed this movie. Okay, he, he's got like a really Tron good visual Legacy. style. Like yeah, Tron he has Legacy. a good visual style. I like, I like Oblivion. Yeah, it's sort of. It's 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 a it's a decent movie. Yeah. I think it looks better than it is. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for Top. Tom Cruise flew an actual jet in this movie. I know he did. Which makes me think all those other actors are lame. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. I won't deny that's really cool. Yeah. I I guess I need to see Top Gun to really care. It's it's a fun cheesy '80s movie. I sure. love Top Gun. Yeah, I really brought back do. the Righteous Brothers. Um, Who? The Righteous Brothers, the, song, the guys playing Now I've Had the oh, Time okay. of oh, My Life. Yeah, they, they wrote that song. Danger Zone. Also, um, uh, they did. Uh, Talk to me, guys. That's the song from Dirty Dancing. Yes, it is. No, but it's uh, also Danger Zone. Top Gun has their other Top song. Top Gun ha- has um, You've Lost That Loving You've Feeling. You've Lost That Loving Feeling. There you yeah. go. Because when uh, you're like, that's not the song from Top Gun. Oh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, uh, so Dirty Dancing, Top the Gun, Havana and um, Ghost brought back the Righteous Brothers. Okay. Fun fact, I know the Righteous Brothers. They're cool people. Oh. Um, they sound pretty righteous. All right. So Hunters had a trailer. Dude, Nazi Hunters. <laughs> I want to see the show really Al bad. Al Pacino's new new Netflix show with Logan Lerman. Netflix. Amazon Prime show with Logan Lerman. And Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother. Where have you been, Ted? I don't know. <laughs> His name is Josh Radnor. Josh Radnor. Listen, he's Ted Mosby for life. <laughs> that sounds like a Star Wars name. That sounds like a Ted Mosby kind of name. <laughs> Rad- Radnor definitely does. Radnor. I don't know about Josh. <laughs> Uh, this Greg Gungberg. Well, I know <laughs> this looks uh, really good. I know uh, for you, Ted Mosby, but Josh Reiner, he was in a NBC show for a hot second. Hot second. Poor got canceled. Sure. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, was probably. it called Hot Second? No, it was something about. Cool minute. It's called <gasps> Nostalgia's Bitch. No, f you. <laughs> it was something about like a stage show, like a musical thing. I don't know. Oh yes, yes, You're yes. He was in a musical TV show series. It was. It's done by the guy. Done by the guys who did Hamilton. It's not. It you can keep pointing at me. I'm not going to help you. Ha- who's on NBC? There you go. It's yeah. not Glee. It's the other one. It's, it's the other one. It's the. I remember the show. Yes. It's not better than Glee. <laughs> I didn't see it. I watched the first episode. Yes, I remember that. Anyway, so this looks really good. Yeah, dude. It's, it looks like it takes place like in the 50s because mm-hmm. they're still killing Nazis, young, like Nazis who look young. Yeah. yeah. So it's just enough after the war where they're like in America, like hanging out, being free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm into it. We also got a trailer for Tenet. Guys, I trust Christopher Nolan a lot. I still don't know what's going on in this trailer. I do know there's time travel involved, but it's like happening in the present. So, it looks radical. So Christopher Nolan. Saw, when we saw uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker the first time, all four of us, we saw this trailer in front of Rise of Skywalker, and right when the trailer ended, some dude yells yeah, out. He's being funny. But I feel his same way. He's like, 
I'm so confused. Because well, you're supposed to be confused when you watch the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yes, but it like Christopher Nolan specifically get, doesn't really ever tell you what's going on in his movie in his movie trailers. Uh, and like because it talks about the afterlife, like this guy dies and he uses time travel when he's dead. And I'm like, that's a concept I'm trying to wrap my head around that I really like. Yeah. And I'm I mean, like, at least with Inception, he, it was you're in a dream. He like, but but no matter what, Christopher Nolan really likes to mess with time. Yeah, he's all every single one of his movies, except for the Batman films, deal with time in some way, morphing it, twisting oh, it, cutting around. I will hardcore. say, in the Dark Knight Rises, like eight months pass in Gotham, where they're just hanging out with a bomb and it gets all snowy and shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Uh, That's but, a bad time point. That but like is. Dunkirk, Dunkirk doesn't do anything crazy with time except for the narrative is set between three di- three different time periods. Where's the presti- the time and the prestige? The prestige has the bouncing back and forth. Gotcha. Cloning. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> prestige is still my favorite. I, Chris, Chris, Chris I really movie. like movies. It. Dope. I need um, to see the movie again. And then uh, um, Interstellar had the stretching of, of time with the with the with the wormhole. Gravity. Uh, Me- Memento had going backwards. Yeah, that's the one I haven't seen. Um, so, so there's always something something he he messes with time. Insomnia, when you don't sleep, you lose track of time. I haven't seen Insomnia. It's okay. Yeah, that's Robin Williams. Yes, and Al Pacino. Yeah, he came in. Fun fact: Christopher Nolan came in two weeks before that movie started shooting, so that movie turned out way better than it had any right to be because he he was brought on and just like, hey, make this movie real quick. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, so it was just something with time. So I'm interested to see what what this, what's going on. It here. seems the most uh, out there. Uh, no. Um, Similar to Memento. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, but instead of like him backtracking through memories, it's like him backtracking through moments. Yeah, yeah. It's super cool because like you see bullet. He walks into a room with bullet holes, and he's like, "Oh, this hasn't happened yet." And then you see the guy in reverse coming out it, to shoot. Yeah, them. it seems less like it's about time travel necessarily, and more about. I mean, it's like a type of time travel, yeah. but like it's more about um, it like hitting the rewind yes. for yeah. brief moments and like rewinding and, and moving forward and backward to uh and and again like he's like oh welcome to the afterlife like you died so like time is irrelevant now so yeah. they can kind of just do what they want it seems like and they're like, like a time force mm. it seems radical yeah I, I really like John David Washington who's uh, Denzel Washington's kid sounds like him um, I really liked him in Black Klansman he's incredible in that movie mm, yes. so I'm excited to see him in this type of role obviously Robin Pattinson this is probably the most high profile thing he's done in a long time 100% mm-hmm. so it's cool to see him kind of get in the limelight people are going to be real on board for that Batman movie after this movie Hell I'm going to yeah. tell you Hell yeah. oh yeah um, if the lighthouse didn't get you yeah <laughs> yeah and then the fi- the final trailer actually released on New Year's Day, A Quiet Place Part 2. And I'm more on board with this than I thought it would be. Yeah. yeah. And when it was announced, and I'm like, uh, I like the movie a lot, but like, do we need it? Yeah. And then this trailer is like, yeah, if you have a cool idea and it's shot well, the first minute of this trailer was like a one-scene shot of a mom in a car like running from monsters. Yeah. And it was just incredibly well shot. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh shit, okay. When the bus is coming at them oh. and the creature's coming out of the bus. And they got to go in reverse. Yeah. Oh, that was like spooky. And yeah. like not he, John Krasinski is still directing this movie too. Yes, he is. So it's, it's cool. Like, that is a good. Cillian Murphy is the is the and Jimon Huntsu. Yeah, yeah. I'm like damn, those are like they got real good actors for this I'm movie. I'm stoked for this. I'm more on board for this than I thought. It, it reminds. It's starting to remind me of The Last of Us and like in like Walking Dead ish. We're like, okay, now we have to deal with like like civilizations and people after the apocalypse. Uh, and that's what like the best post apocalyptic stuff does well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if it's done well, like like you dealt right. with your own personal stuff and now you have to deal with society. Yeah. or what's left of it. I'm glad we're getting some flashbacks to the first day of the war. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not the war, but like the, the first day the event. Yeah, yeah. where do they come from? Stoked for that. I'm yeah. can't wait. Did they say where they came from in the first movie? Space. There's, there's, there's uh, newspaper, clippings? newspaper clippings of like a comet coming to Earth, and they were on the comet. Cool. Yeah, so we're seeing like a flashback to when it first happened, obviously yeah. at yeah. some point, and then we'll continue on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Me too. Never thought I'd say that, honestly. For real. 
That movie made a lot of money, and so yeah. they're like, please make it. Poor Cloverfield, just wishing this was did in you this see, universe. Did you God. see the thing where it was like, um, and it was going to be a Cloverfield movie at one time, where someone was like, man, how ballsy would it be if Underwater was a was a secret Cloverfield movie again? But Underwater, Yo. I'm excited oh. for that movie. Yo, Underwater is Fox. It's not Paramount. That would have been. Still, that that movie been comes dope. out this month. I think. Yes. Next I'm week. excited. Next week. Holy shit, where's the marketing? <laughs> no! So it's definitely not a Cloverfield movie. Nope. Um, so yeah, I uh, I saw th- that. I was like, man, that would have been funny. If it was Paramount, I would have actually believed it was it was, yeah. it was a, it was going to be. Dang. All right, anyway, let's move on. Yeah. I want more Cloverfield. It is so. so odd that Cloverfield's best movie is 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's <laughs> real good. Yeah. Although I like the first Cloverfield movie still. I, I do still too, but I think Ten Cloverfield Lane's better. Oh, I yeah. still find good stuff in Paradox. That first hour is real good. I do too. Yes. Uh, that that, I, that, that, like whole, that whole section shift. of him losing his arm. Yeah. Is well anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. Let's get into our best of Ooh. 2019. All right. All right. Then to kick off 2020, we're going to talk about 2019. Future. I'm already over it. <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah, a week, a week in, I'm out. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's reminisce about the best of 2019. Who wants to go first? I got to tell you guys, uh, how am I going to start this joke? <laughs> <laughs> oh. When I was in 2019, somebody asked me, hey, Ryan, what are you excited for in the future? I'm like, how do I know? I don't have 2020 vision. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you see what Marvel posted? No. Tw- Marvel posted for the for the new year. It was a picture of vision. It says 2020. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. It's pretty good. Yeah, everyone wanted Barbara Walters to be alive. Oh, because they moved WandaVision up to 2020. We didn't talk about that. In the I news. was oh, going to bring that up, but I oh. forgot. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, WandaVision was moved up Damn, to 2020. Two shows awesome. this year. Yeah. That's awesome because we were only going to get Falcon. one, and now yeah. we've got another Marvel Studio show, which is crazy. Yeah. Hot dog. That's going to make that wait for Doctor Strange 2 feel real fucking long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we've got three F bombs now. Yeah, we're mature. All right, so actually, I had a hard time putting it this year in numerical order, like 1 to 10, because I found so many things this year just, like, right up my alley. Yeah. So I just have 10 things that I loved. So that's my order. I, I did the same. Cool. So uh, <laughs> I actually... You could put a leak in list. No, no, no my, we, mine's listed. Uh, are we going to talk about honorable mentions at the end? I wrote a shit ton of honorable mentions. Uh, so right. mentions yeah. at the end. Just checking. Yeah. Because those are things that I like a lot, but, like... Top 10. Um, so I put it at the bottom here. Not that it's at the bottom. Uh, Rocket Man. Uh, I love Rocket Man a lot. Shit. I think. Did you forget that too? <laughs> I did. Yeah. I meant uh, to put it on there too. It's okay. Um, I, uh, I think that movie is really inventive and I think the performances are outstanding. And Elton John is an artist who I've listened to my whole life, but I've never. It's one of those things where you don't realize how important someone is until like they make a big movie. And I'm like, oh my God, I listen to Elton John every or something day. Something happens and makes you recognize how much to be. It doesn't yeah. even need to be a movie. Yeah, like, or like, like yeah. all of a sudden you go, oh my God, this music. Yeah. 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 And unfortunately, a lot of times it's like when they pass away, like I didn't realize how much like David Bowie and Prince meant to me until. After they're gone, I'm like, oh my yeah. god, I listen to these guys every for, day. For me, it was like a good example would be like when Daft Punk's last album came out. Random Access I, Memories? Yes. Yeah. And then I was like, I love this album. And then I was like, oh, I love all Daft Punk. Oh, Daft I Punk need to go cool. back and like check yes. all that out again. Yeah. Uh, and especially after uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, which is, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But like, that is a traditional, generic three-act structure. And Rocketman, for me, well, it still does follow a lot of the structure because it's a movie. It has followed the movie. Uh, I found the performances and, and the style of it uh, top-notch. Uh, and I, I agree. And, and I really hope Taron Egerton gets at least an Oscar nomination because that dude worked his ass off. And that dude is like our age. And he's doing these phenomenal performances. Right. I'm just uh, happy that he was that Elton picked him. Yeah. 
I still haven't seen the movie. They have a history. They have, they've done multiple movies. That's part of what I think oh, makes yeah? it so special is oh, the connection between the two of them. It was when they were, yeah. it was when they were on Kingsman Golden Circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Elton John's in that. I'm very grateful that a movie like this was made before Elton John passed away. Same. Yeah, yeah and he was like involved in it enough yes. to be like, yes. like, hey, you can. my life was shitty. Please this don't is a, hide This it. is an artistic imagining of what was happening in my life, but not a true-to-detail-every-moment what happened to me? Yeah, yeah. and um, my mom saw Rocket Man, and she loved Rocket Man too. And that's something that's we awesome. Talked about. Yeah, and she, I was gonna buy her the Rocket Man vinyl because she just got in the vinyls again, but I was worried she already had it, so I didn't buy that, and then I should have bought it because she didn't have it. But that's okay. I got her a cool book about music. Nice. Uh, so that's Rocket Man. That's one of my top ten things of the year. Nice. All right, let's move on. Someone else then? I'll go. Do it. My number ten is the boys. Nice. I hear they are yeah. back in nice. town. I thought that Amazon show was excellent. We talked about it plenty on Fake Nerds Watch. Yeah. Yes, but and not everyone watches on this that. podcast. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I don't. I don't need to give it a lot of lip service. I think the boys has gotten a lot of attention. Uh, well deserved. Yeah. Um, just if if you're listening to this and somehow you don't know anything about the boys, can you just give them a brief log line? Yeah, what yeah. Because yeah, uh, some people uh, are out of the loop. Uh, what you know, like, what if your superheroes suck? Um, it, yep. it's the adaptation of that comic book, uh, but it takes its own liberties, and I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I was really impressed that uh, not only that the show was the quality it was, but that Amazon did it. Yeah. Um, but this it's was mature. a year where shows were, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that that. Yeah, uh, I thought it was really great. Um, big fan of uh, Homelander. Hell yeah! So. Best yeah. worst character of the year. Right. Yeah. yeah no, I, I have that I really on honorable like mentions. Yeah. Because there's too many good things. That's fair. Ben. Um. Okay. So I actually did never mind. So ten. I'm still awesome, but on the lowest. Hey list. man, there's a lot of things in here. And also that I have a lot of ties. So forgive me. Oh gosh. I love it. Yeah. No, it was hard. Uh, number ten is Shazam and Chronicles of Royal High Lost Noble. Yeah, I've seen Shazam. one of those movies. Yeah. I had to bump Shazam off my top ten. I felt bad about I it. I forgot it came out. <laughs> I honestly, I loved Shazam. I did too. I had a great time in Shazam. Shazam was just fun. I felt it was it was a, a boost that DC needed mm-hmm. and Chronicles of Royal High Lost Noble. I know I'm the only one who read the book and I'm still talking to Rachel. That interview is coming I swear. And it was when she was talking to Downright Nerdy she said it was kind of like a midnight, a fantasy midnight snack that you enjoy having. And to me it was a read that I could not put it down. I, it got me when I, the first page and I highly enjoyed it because uh, I've been trying to get through game, uh, uh, Clash of Kings and also with a bunch of other high fantasy stuff like Game of Thrones, yada, yada, yada. This was, it was it was fantasy, but it wasn't like high fantasy. It was Medium like, fantasy. It was like, you could you could easily pop this open. You could easily enjoy this. It's It was like a full course meal. It was a nice snack. It's not like The Witcher where they throw a thousand, exactly. a thousand th- words. You're like, oh, I'm just going to have to memorize this for later, aren't I? Yeah, it yeah. was it was, it's, it was a great light read. It was fun, and I c- still can't wait for Dragon's Wrath. So cool. for me, it was it was one of the best books I read this whole year. Heck yeah. I highly enjoyed nice. it. Um, so I, don't, I didn't consume a lot. Of, I didn't read a lot of books. I didn't... Um Watch a lot of TV this year. I did see a lot of movies and I read a lot of comics. So I tried to. So mine are primarily that. Um, so I tried to think about like comics, like what, what comics was I really blown away by. So I cheated a bit. I just wrote Jeff Lemire. Okay. Um, Jeff Lemire's output this year was really spectacular. He put out Black Hammer, Justice League, Gideon Falls, and Ascender, mm-hmm. all three of which were really great, really great comics. Um, this year is really really got hardcore into Gideon Falls. The stuff they're doing, they were Fly. doing this year is really good. Um, I've liked the book from the beginning, but this year was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Uh, Black Hammer Justice League, I'm a huge fan of the Black Hammer series. 
So it's really cool to see them interact with the Justice League. And Ascender is a comic book I never thought I'd ever need or want or have. And it's such a beyond out there comic that is so original. One of the most original comics I, I've seen while also kind of being in tropes. Sounds like uh, it's a real transcender. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's the sequel. Yeah, it might be, actually. But yeah, I think that book's awesome. So I, I think all of Jeff Mir's uh, books are right. I only read The Sender, but uh, uh, Ascender, I'm glad that, it, that it's good. Yeah. Yeah. The Sender was always consistently good, but I think Ascender might actually be better. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So your turn. All right. Let's go next. <laughs> On the random thing, let's do <gasps> Hawkspox. Hey, guys. The X Men are back. Hot and heavy. So you might know this if you look at my arm because I have an F and ta- I have a so tattoo now. I also have Hoxpox on my list. Yes. So you want to know what number yes. it is? What? Number two. Oh, Ben, that just made me to so me, happy. It, Hoxpox uh, was the second best thing this wow. year for me. Yeah. It um, it's not. It's good. not just like a return to form for the X Men, but it's just a truly outstanding two 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 books that are one series uh, that builds upon every issue until giving you like a like. A beautiful resolution, and like the future of X Men are here, and it's not like a cheap out. Like, oh, this is going to change in five issues because we're already at five issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. I felt for Ho- for me, Hoxpox, uh, the whole thing, even the Dawn of X stuff, it was because I've always liked the X Men. I, I there are times I'd say, oh yeah, I love the X Men, but I never actually read it. This because of the movies. Yeah, the yeah. movies, the TV show as a kid, you the know, TV the TV show rules, the right, yes. show. But reading Hoxpox for me is like I freaking love the X Men. This book is. It, to me, it was perfection. Brandon, you said earlier on a podcast, like, I can't wait to read Marauders, which is yeah. like, I, that's that that makes me so happy that, like, yeah. hey, people who have never read X-Men are now reading a Kitty Pride well, led well, X-Men Kate book. Pride, sir. Damn it. I'm sorry, Kate. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> what, I was, what, I was, what I said on our Hoxpox discussion episode was just that, you know, for me, I was I, I was reading the book and I was, I was enjoying it. It's a good book, but I wasn't really wowed by it. And then I got to, like, issue two of uh, Pox. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> and so I had this reaction like I'm into this I'm really into yeah. this so it kind of like hit me like I, I finally cared about yeah. these characters and, yeah. not only that, and I still don't know who any of them are and I care yeah not like only it. that just made me want to go back and read more X-Men I went out and bought House of M at LA Comic Con because oh, of yeah, a Wanda Maximoff I want to read new the Pretender re- the Pretender yeah, the Pretender we read uh, for the book club the Genocean Genocide I was like I want to know what happens I want to know why the X-Men have been on the sh- why are you such a bitch Emma well, not top like, class breeding. Yeah, but also I just want to know, like, how come the X Men have get, been getting the shaft all these years? They're always minorities. Yeah, and now it's mm. like they're taking charts saying F. You. As Jonathan Hickman said, uh, the last like f- since Grant Morrison, the last fifteen years mm-hmm. of X Men have been X Men karaoke. karaoke, and I want to write a new song. And boy, this is a new song because it's not just a new song for the X Men. It it's rewriting all of Marvel universe because the impact the X Men are having are is worldwide. I am so happy I'm buying yeah. X Men books yeah. now. You have no idea. Me now, too. You me too. Ryan have no idea how much House of X and Powers of Ten have influenced me this year. That make that makes me super happy because that just means like yo man like uh, the creators are doing the work and mm-hmm. like people are buying it. And X Men is now like the number one book every month, and I'm like. Fart yeah! yeah I, when, last week when I was at Frankenstein's, I was telling, and I was like, "You need to get that that uh, graphic novel for X Men." I've had people you text message me or like message me on Instagram, like old friends. I'm like, "Hey, have you read this new X Men book?" And I'm like, "Bro, have you seen my <laughs> tattoo?" <laughs> uh, yeah, X Men has been fantastic. I put the Dawn of X books on my honorable mention because I think they've all been good, but like. House of X and Powers of X were like an event, so it feels right. much more of like magnitude. We're like the X Men book. It's a co- it's a good X Men book. Yeah, I just yeah. put um, House of X, Powers of X. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I just put Hoxpox for me I as put number, number two. It's like my number two best thing this year. Hell yeah, Sparks. that's me. My number nine is the Lighthouse. 
I also have the lighthouse. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that is just so good. I think about that movie a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the performances in it so much. I love the 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 kookiness style Hark! of it. It's so good. Uh, it's probably the best monologue I've ever seen in a movie in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, wa- I I legitimately like watched that scene on YouTube because someone right. got it, and I'm just like, this is so fun and crazy. And Willem Dafoe, like, do you do you get both of them Oscar noms? Ooh. Like you have to, I right? Think you have to. I think you have is to. it supporting or is it like how do you do that when two actors are, are a lead? You know what I mean? How does that work? When so ha- I would. You can, I would. You can either you can either have them both in the same category or you have to because they are equally supporting. the two main characters. Of I the movie. I know. I would arguably give the lead to Pattinson. Willem. Oh, Willem. Okay. Yeah. But, but a, a lot of that is just like you know the 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 behind the scenes kind of stuff where it's like Willem Dafoe just deserves it. He does deserve so it. So give him the best the best lead yes. and let Robert Pattinson get nominated in the supporting. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, I really liked it. It did a lot of stuff, style and substance and performance wise that just worked for me. An yeah. acting powerhouse yeah. of a movie. Like Seriously. Performances like Shazam. Not the movie Shazam, but like pow. Yeah. Hit you in the face. Ben? Not the movie pow. <laughs> <laughs> My number nine is Kingdom Hearts 3. I played two hours of that. Oh, it did make your top ten. It did. I, I had a lot of fun. Didn't even make my honorables. Damn. Damn. <laughs> All right. Look, I freaking love Kingdom Hearts I love Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes, the story, whatever, the writing, whatever. That game is fun. Not giving you the ending you wanted, whatever. Hey, yeah. pay 30 bucks and you'll get it. Oof. Oof. No, he still won't. Oh! He'll still have to wait for Kingdom Hearts 4. Oh, Kingdom Hearts 3.9. <laughs> uh, that game's fun. I had a lot of fun playing that game. I loved playing that game. Every second I was playing it, I was like, this is this game is just fun. So for, that's why it's on my top 10. It was fun to play. I highly enjoyed it. It's like... Just even play a Kingdom Hearts game again. It's like yes. I will say again, like I was kind of trashing like the dialogue and stuff, but uh, oh no, it, of dialogue. it is. It is. There is something like I guess magical about like seeing like Hercules hang out with Sora again, and like hey, remember the last time we saved Meg? Like, like yeah, th- that does tug at my Disney nostalgia strings a lot. Uh, and again, the gameplay is solid. So yes. I, at least I have that going. For yeah, me. the yeah. gameplay is really great. I do like that game a lot. I just I had to cut honorable somewhere in Kingdom Hearts three. A lot of stuff, man. Hey, yeah. that's fine for me. Playing Kingdom Hearts three, that gameplay, that final fight, what or what, that I got to, what if the ultimate weapon after I grinded for it, it was like satisfying. <laughs> Guys, there's cooking in the game. Uh, after you grinded. Guys, there's cooking in the game. Yeah. I, I'm, why am I collecting truffles and lemons? Yeah. <laughs> what? What's it's going cute. On? Man, you're gonna love it. Is it? It's is cute. it? Was it gag? Gags and gags and plugs. Plugs Gag- and gags. Oh, plugs, plugs and, and gags. gags. Plugs and gags. <laughs> I love it. Story of Ben's life. Um, okay, I'm not going. So I got some comics in a row here, so I'm going to skip around a bit because these are not in order, and just say uh, from the beginning of the year, Stan and Ollie made my top ten. Shit, I was going to watch that because it's on. It was Wasn't free to Stan watch. Stan and Ollie technically last year. No, it was this year or, or 2018. It was this year? I think I might have like. I think it straddled didn't the line. It, didn't limited release in 2018. Okay, but the wide was in was okay. in 2019. Okay, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Because I, I remember I went back for Christmas in 2018 to try and see I will, my dad, and it wasn't playing. I will say, because my mom still has cable or like or Xfinity and stuff, it was free to watch, and it said 2018 on it. But but that's because it's it, a limited release. I'll allow it. Limited release, guys. I'll allow it. Come on. Okay, Brandon. Let I him talk about Stan and Ollie. I've seen plenty of other movies in limited release before they went wide. Not better than Stan yeah, and, and Ollie. I would have still counted them when they went wide. Mm-hmm. I would have. Mm-hmm. You can't prove otherwise because it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Future. <laughs> All right, Stan and Ollie made my top ten. Good. Uh, I really liked that movie. It had a had a huge impact on me on that on, on that film. Uh, it was one of the early early movies I saw this year where I was just kind of like, yeah, 
movies are cool. You know what? They are. Yeah. You're right. I think the cast is incredible, and I think just the, the story is really fun. It's, it's a great kind of, movie. It's kind of the thing that I really prefer with uh, biopics. Um, I always like biopics better when they're just events, when there's just one event in, this, in the life of this person, and it, you get everything you need to know about that person. So uh, when we talked about Rocketman way, way earlier when it came out, like, mm-hmm. the only gripe I have with Rocketman is that it's still just a, a life biopic. Yeah. Whereas I would have preferred just one event in Elton's life, which is why I like Stan and Ollie, which is why I like Judy, which is why I like other films. Like oh, yeah, Judy. Careful. Yeah, which about I mean, te- like technically, it's not a full life biopic, Rocket Man. No, because his life it didn't end then. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. It's, it's a section up to a very particular point. Yeah. So, like, I always, pre- but I always prefer just kind of like, this is Slice the, of life. This is the time when they went on this tour and they had to reconnect and they had to, like, that's that's what, what really gets sure. me with biopics. I really like Stan and Ollie. I think they did it really well. It's just Steve Coogan and. Um, uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley are so good. We mm. forgot to talk about the so new Doctor Doolittle trailer. It's fine though. Oh yeah, with the dragon. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Why is there a dragon in this movie? Everyone in the theater was like, "What?" Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. Okay, so in the books there is a dragon, but it's a pirate. It's a guy. His name is is like Baba Ali the dragon. That's his name. Uh-huh. Apparently now he's a real dragon. Is he a transformer? No. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm I was I was really happy that this was like, oh man, it looks like it's uh, you know recapturing the spirit of the book, and I think that book's real cool. Yeah. This is the I day. Guess, I guess now it has a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is the day that we learned that Robert Downey Jr. can't always save a movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I I will tell you, I'm like a thousand percent seeing that movie now that this is a dragon in it because I need to know where that dragon shows up. It's gonna be a man. It's gonna uh, be like the source for us in Mulan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Stan and Ollie makes my top. I love it. So uh, Ryan, your turn. I will say, I think it's a show only you and bless you, bless you, bless you. Oh, bless you're you. Just kidding. Uh, it's a show you only you and I sparks watched, which was Deadly Class, which is oh. a Rick Remender joint. You know what? What? Let's talk about this together because my number eight is Deadly yes! Class. Perfect <laughs> synergy. Um, this is a super punk rock show from one of my favorite comic creators, Rick Remender. He's my boy. Um, this captured the the style and the aesthetic of the of the comic perfectly. It's written by Rick Remender, so it sounds like the comic. Um, the characters have such personality, and the fight scenes are so fun, and the drama that they go through when I am the Acid King. That's such a fun episode of just this dude tripping balls. And all the young actors are so good, and it's filmed so well. Yeah, this was so much better than what sci-fi should have had. Even yeah. though sci-fi has been like better, and feels like an FX years, or AMC This show. still felt like another notch above the quality sci-fi has been putting out. And I'm like, man, it's crazy. And I really wish it had been anywhere else because I feel like it probably would have thrived, yeah. and we'd still have it. And I hate that it got canceled because honestly, one of the best shows of the year. Yeah, uh, people campaigned hard. All the actors. <laughs> did Rick Remender did all the fans there was a lot of save deadly class there's a lot of save hashtag save shows are on my list this year funny <laughs> enough uh, but yeah I thought that show perfectly adapted like uh, the comic that I love uh, yeah. so even though it's only one season it is a almost perfect season of hey this is a great dist- distillation of that comic book you get you kind of ca- I can't picture them ever adapting deadly class ever again, again without it, this this group this is like perfect. they nailed it and now it can never be adapted again and it's and it's it's com- incredibly diverse like there's like all the different gangs from all around the world so like I feel like every time they do a flashback of so what happened to someone in their life when they were younger? It's the art from the comic. Yeah, in motion. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. It's it's incredible. Yeah, I'm, I remember I'm so that, glad you liked it from the first. Episode. It's so stylized. It's great. Yeah, still worth a watch if you ever set aside the time. Just watch it. Yeah, Benedict Wong uh, kills it literally, and and, and everybody originally. kills it. That yeah. whole cast was incredible, man. Yeah. And where it left off, it's such a bummer. 
Yeah. So that's that's me. That yeah. was me too. That's number fun. eight. Hell yeah. So Ben, number eight. My number eight is a three-way tie. <laughs> oh boy. So I wish I could do that. I'd have forty so things. Sometimes things just gotta go to honorables, man. Ben, I, don't I don't think I don't think you got the pro- the concept of a top ten. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Because so okay, Ben, how many movies would you say are on that poster over there? Would you say it's a hundred? Yes. It's a hundred and four. Oh. Because they put all three Star Wars films. Oh yeah, that's right. And all three Back to the Future films. And all three Lord of the Rings films. And all three. Sorry, all three Lord of the Rings oh films and all three Star Wars films. Oh my God, Becky. So they they that's a lot that of is not a hundred. That is not a top ten. Well, you know what? <laughs> it's my list. I do what I want. You go for it, girl. You were not given permission for Hog Wild on top ten of the year. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care because you know what? My number eight is the Boys, Umbrella Academy, and Swamp Thing. I also have Swamp Thing on this list. Swamp Thing's good. All right. The Boys to me was a very surprise. Like, oh, like a, why did bo- you talk about the Boys when he talked about the Boys? Me. I'm, when he talked about the Boys. The Boys. Yeah, my the, number ten. Yeah. I I don't know. But okay. Because so, because I had like Umbrella Academy and Swamp Thing on here. That's why. Because the boys, well, I echo what Spark said, but for me, it was just a surprise. Like, oh shit, this is a really good satirical look at at current superhero films, and it's also really, really good, well acted. Homelander, I hate his guts, but that actor is damn. Love to hate him. Also, I love Carl Urban in that movie or yeah. uh, that show. I like Carl Urban a lot. Uh, in that show, Umbrella, Umbrella Academy was also a very good adapt- adaptation. This is your comic book television row. They're all Asse- comic book. Essentially, yeah. 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 Um, Umbrella Academy was a very good adaptation from Got The White Violin. That. that was so yeah. good. And I am sw- not done with that. I'm like four episodes away from finishing it. It's okay. Ryan and I only got like two episodes Man. in. I still love Maybe it. more, like four. I honestly can't remember if I finished it or not, but I'm willing to rewatch it again because it's that good. Mm. You you put it in a tie and you what? didn't even finish it? I can't remember if I did or didn't. Benjamino. But I just no sanctity for the top two. But I did <laughs> bl- breaking the rules. I don't care. <laughs> But also, Swamp Thing was just damn good. Yes. Talk about something getting... Ugh. I, I do think there are more faults in Swamp Thing, mostly because that show was cut three episodes early. It was. Can I and move up my honorables into ties now? No. Okay. <laughs> you already did it. He cheated. I, I know. Listen, we'll just talk about honorables and like a round-robin kind of thing. But um, what are we talking about? Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Yeah. Um, as a Swamp Thing guy, I think it adapted all the runs like in a nice, beautiful. Like, if this is the one season we get, we incorporate something from all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did have really nice, like, singular episodes, but you can tell the further it went along, yeah. it had a bigger idea that got mm-hmm. cut, and it it shows hard in the last couple episodes. Yeah, uh, but I do think the execution on the first half is like stellar. Yeah, truly stellar. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Swamp Even Thing went into my honorables, yeah. but I, I I still really valued it as a no, show. Just the way that they were able to put to bring Swamp Thing to life for me. Already, like you know, my Phantom Stranger, Jason Woodrow, yeah, uh, like awesome. I still want Phantom even. Stranger to come back somewhere. That actor just put him in the Arrowverse somewhere. That's yeah. all I yeah. want. So sad. I mean, uh, the yes, the, the crack started to show as the show went further along, but just that first, but just when they started, when we saw Swamp Thing in full costume and they kept that throughout the entire rest of the show, it was like, damn, of all the shows, of all the shows I didn't watch this year, Swamp Thing is the one I regret the most. Yeah. Um, uh, the thing is that I think I I regret not watching all of Doom Patrol because it probably would have ended it's the, up probably the better show probably yeah I've heard nothing but like yeah that season two I need to too, I right? need to finish it yeah yeah um but yeah the the stuff between Alec and Abby is uh, the strongest for me in the show and that's the stuff that I wanted <sighs> yeah, so good. I wanted to be so good so because good. the idea the beauty and the beast idea of a uh, somebody falling in love with a monster mm-hmm. can be can be done really well or done really poorly yeah and I think the way that it look at both Beauty and the Beast movies. Yes, yes. <laughs> I got libraries, right? Uh, sorry. Bitches uh, love libraries. Bitches love libraries. Um, but, like, yeah, this giant plant man, like, 
losing his humanity while still trying to like fall in love with this beautiful woman who just wants to help him mm-hmm. uh, and he just pushes her away it's like it's so poetic and beautiful and it's it exactly is. the type of thing like again it's not always executed perfectly but like I got the Alan Moore vibes that I wanted from the show that's mm-hmm. that's all I could have asked for for sure yeah yep um, okay so you did, so my turn uh, let's see so we're all doing shows I'll do The World According to Jeff Goldblum oh. made my top 10 oh yes okay uh, I find that show to be. I had a feeling it was going to. I find that show to be delightful. It's such a positive show and so much fun to watch him just, just kind of be f- bouncing through these things. He just last night he just did an episode on coffee, mm. not last night. So Friday he just did an episode on coffee. Um, it's it's a it's a just a delightful feel good show. It's like a travel show or something, right? No, it's just that he just he just talks goes around stuff? and does talks about stuff and learns the history of like ice cream and denim and coffee. According and to Jeff Goldblum, though. Well, he's he's learning it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I don't know anything about RVs, so I'm going to go find a lot of that things about RVs. Ah. Um, or like the first the first episode is like, I don't know anything about sneakers. Why do people like sneakers? Let's go find out. So like ice cream does the same thing. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. Why I, do people I, have sneaker conventions? Yeah. Gelato. <laughs> uh, so I I I find it to be just a, such a such a such a good positive show, and I'm I'm, I'm sure I'm so happy to have it in my life. I'm I'd into like it. to watch it. I'm into it. All right. So you did Swamp Thing. I did. So do you want to go to Sparks, or do you want to do? Or should we do another one for well, you? Well, no. I mean, I saw, I mean, let's just like we can knock them out faster if okay. we just go in order. Uh, I'll, I put The Witcher on my top ten. Um, so did I. Because I put The Witcher on my as well. Yeah, it's I just I think it's again much like that. The class like a like a perfect encapsulation of what that universe is. And I just I binge watched that show, and it's I don't do it often anymore. One because I had a lot of time, but uh, because I was so enthralled with the world and the world building. Yeah. Uh, and I just think. Uh, they put a lot of care, even though it didn't always have the budget it, it deserved. Uh, the, the the love and care is clearly there for the source mm-hmm. material. Yeah, Witcher was a show that I could not stop. I was const- I didn't binge it because Fanny and I, our schedules were just like whatever, but we were able to finish it. And just every time I would talk to someone about The Witcher or even at work or just wherever I was, I'm like, hey, have you seen The Witcher? It's like, oh my God, The Witcher is awesome. And I'm seeing the people who do enjoy the show on Twitter talk about how much they love that show mm-hmm. and for me it's like this is this is a smash hit it's a like a sleeper at the end of the year like hey surprise yeah. I, I, I realize just now why I love Jennifer so much because she has really strong Emma Frost vibes going on. Ah. A really powerful sorceress who, yeah. who doesn't give an F and nope. F's with everybody. Nope. Yeah. Nope. That's my, I think that's my type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I found my type. Oh wow. Okay. Don't worry about that. Yeah. But All right, so then... Witcher is fantastic. I love that Spacks. show. Spock. Spock and Sparkles. My number seven is Klaus. That's, Honor- my, that's oh. mine, too. Honorable mention. That's yeah. all mine, too. Love, I loved Klaus. I did, yeah. too. I thought... I, I, like, for animation alone, I put Klaus on this list, but yeah. uh, also incredible story. Uh, wonderful. I watched it a second time with Megan yeah. after we talked about it. I... I love that movie. That I, movie's I was, great. I was a weeping baby at yeah. the end of that movie. Uh, incredible. It's such, such such a good movie. Everybody should watch it. Yeah, I doesn't agree. matter that it's not Christmas anymore. Go watch Klaus. Seriously, <laughs> uh, Ben. Ad Astra. Nice. I also got Ad Astra on here. Number seven. Nice. That. Am I the only one who doesn't have Ad Astra on his on his list? No, he doesn't have. Uh, it. It's in my honorables. Okay. It's not on my. It's not on my top ten. The more I thought about Ad Astra. As the time went on, after we d- after we saw it and after we did the review for it, the more I grew to really enjoy it, the more I thought about it. it it's a uh, cinematography wise, effects wise, story wise, it is truly a really amazing movie, and I feel like it should get a, quite a few Oscar noms. I don't know which ones, but it all of the ones. 
Probably. Yeah, I'll sure. take them all. Sure, I'll take I don't them care. all. I'll take them all. Brad Pitt. Certainly it, best visual effects. Definitely, yeah. I mean, Brad Pitt, I, I'm still mesmerized. Um, I'm still... Mesmerized? Yeah, thank you. No, no, he's had it right the first time. Mesmer. Mes- mesmer. I'm still taken aback by that, the scene at Neptune. When his ship is flying to the station in Neptune, just that whole scene where you can feel the, the colors, the, uh, the, the cinematography... The, like the sheer sense of cold and journey's end mm-hmm. at the end of that, it's just and even the su- seeing the the tiny speck that is the sun, billions of miles away from home. Oh yeah, it's just to me, it's like damn, this is film making right here. I this is also art. love this movie a lot. It was I don't I I don't know if it's my favorite movie anymore, but at a time before I saw other movies. Uh, this was my favorite movie of the year. Uh, uh, dad issues, losing your dad, blah blah blah. You know that kind of stuff. But yeah. I just do think the 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 subtlety of what it's trying to do. It's very much like an opposite Interstellar, mm-hmm. where it is not trying to be big spectacle. It's just like space is big and it's wide and it sucks and you're gonna be really lonely. Yeah. And the in if you brought it up to me, Sparks, when we were reviewing it, the one problem I do have is the original Blade Runner problem, where it has a narration it doesn't need. Because all the acting that Brad Pitt's doing conveys all the emotions that he's saying. Mm-hmm. That's the one problem I have, but I it doesn't ruin the movie for me in any way. Yeah, I think with like a, I think I said like with a rare exception of a couple of beats, but yeah. I didn't. It doesn't need to be in there nearly as much as yeah. It but is. like yeah. specifically, like, I think of the one scene. Where oh, like, oh, because like all his narration should only be the tapes of when he's saying yeah. like this is my stress level, blah yes. blah. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, I I. I love Brad Pitt. He's I don't know if he's my favorite actor, but like this movie is solidified. Like, dude, like I will see anything Brad Pitt's in because that dude, like, we know what Brad Pitt looks like, but that dude's a chameleon. That dude is a real ass actor. Yeah, he I mean, really, he everyone, really goes for it. Everyone puts Brad Pitt in the um, the hot corner. In the, yeah, in the category of he's the hot actor. <laughs> they, he's the man. Does someone say he's he's a character actor disguised as a, a leading as a, man? As a leading man? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, Brad Pitt. He's just a good looking person. That they're only they're only gonna go see this movie for his looks. It's like, no, he can. He is an artist. He can do these grand things. He is not afraid to do. Uh, he's not afraid to take risks. Ad Astra, I yeah. feel, was a risk for him. And it's made by a filmmaker who doesn't make a lot of movies. And like, yeah. th- like he, he could do something like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is it's just a, a huge oh, yeah. original Quentin Tarantino movie, and also make like these these sci-fi movies yeah. that nobody sees. Yeah. Um, I, I think the world building in it's really strong. Mm-hmm. I, I, Applebee's on the moon's hilarious. Space because I believe that's a future we're never really gonna live in. Mm-hmm. Applebee's has dollar martinis. You never forget, guys. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're introducing unlimited wings. We might have to go to Applebee's. Okay, <laughs> I'm not joking. Uh, uh, yeah, at Astro Rules. Astro's great. So at yeah. Astro is yours. It's my number seven. So it's my turn. Yep. But I did a clause. Should I we skip to, to no, no, just do your next one. Okay. Uh, so I'll I'll just cross clause off. Yeah, that's name. what I'm doing. I'm crossing them off as we talk. Um, I will say villains. I have villains as number six, mm-hmm. and I also have it with Knives Out. I love it's both in my movies. honorables. Yeah. Same. Um, <laughs> villains. Bless rules. you. I'm sorry. Uh, I plus, loved. Plus. Did you do another tie? Yes, I did. You bitch. I don't care. F off. It's my <laughs> list. I do what I want. No, we care because there are things we would have tied too, Ben, but we moved them to honorables you to distill down. You you. There were rules, Ben. You, you didn't. You didn't tell me the rules. It's the same rules every year. I've tied I just want to know what top ten websites you're going to where they have seven things for one number. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's all number one. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, Villains was yes. on, honestly one of my favorite movies of the year. Hell yeah! I adore this movie. I've seen it twice. I I keep looking for it on DVD because I need to own it. I wanted to watch it with my mom because it's a movie she would really like. But yeah, I've been I've been waiting for it to yeah yeah to I, drop. I'm with you. I love this movie. It's so much fun. It's so unique. It's so just. 
different and and, and such a quirky film. I, I adored it. I adored it. I told my uh, coworker about this movie, and he watched it over the weekend when he was homesick. And he was texting me about. He's like, "Dude, that movie was amazing." I'm like, "I know, right?" Yeah. He's like, well, "How come I didn't know about this?" I'm like, "Dude, it was a super small it's, release, but it's, it's small. It's a small. Damn it is hard movie. to find, but when you find it, it's such a, it's oh, so yeah. worth it. Oh yeah, so worth it. I, I always appreciate it. movies that have just all despicable. It's why I like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. All despicable characters, uh, but unlike it's always sunny, like there's redeeming qualities in these like mm-hmm. these like these bank robbers, basically like these yeah. robbers, but they're still like regular people who are trying to survive. But then they meet the real evil in the world, yeah. Yeah. and they yeah. they turns out they actually turn out to be good people. Yeah. At, in the end, and mm-hmm. I always enjoy stories like that. The cast is incredible. It's just it's such a great movie. I love yeah. it so much. Yeah, yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I love it. All right, all right. Let's do. Uh, da 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 da! Avengers Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> Is that on anyone? You're not list? doing this in order though, because you don't have. I an don't order, have a top right? ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, my. Do you wonder why I titled my list? Avengers. Everything else is below. Uh, best of 2019 besides Endgame. Mm. I I thought about it. I thought about putting. So my whole thing is like, generally speaking, I don't really want to put things on here that we've already talked about mm-hmm. for me because I, I I think the audience already knows how I feel These about are that. Personal top tens. And Endgame, I I I thought about it a lot, and I actually don't think. It would have made my top ten anyway. Yeah, it might have made my honorable mentions, mm-hmm. but I I figured with Endgame, like we all know where I stand on Endgame. It's a, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I yeah. loved it. I've seen yeah. it multiple times. At the I, end I loved it. It, it wouldn't be in my top ten. Maybe not in my honorables, but I loved it. <laughs> uh, I mean, there, like, there are movies that I I liked more than Endgame. Sure, but Endgame had had is one. It did have an emotional reaction for me. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's the last it's the last ten years, yeah. guys. Nostalgia. They earned their fan service. I agree. I uh, I mean, I think we all, we've all seen I, every Marvel movie in the, in the cinema and, like, uh, seeing Avengers Endgame, like, it, it was a payoff to, uh, like, almost half someone's life. I still get, I still get hyped up whenever um, the portal scene happens. Anytime yeah. it's on Twitter, anytime it's I on Twitter, care. I stop for two minutes and I watch Same it. Same here. I watch that clip a thousand Same times. Yeah. 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 I've even seen Same. that I pull my earplugs out. <laughs> I've even seen that damn extended cut where they decided to take all the other big pop. Oh, like Godzilla shows up. Godzilla, <laughs> Superman, Batman, all that shit. Oh yeah. There's yeah. like the scene where there's like, "Hi, we're the Ghostbusters." <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that movie a whole lot. Also, part of the reason why I didn't put it on is because I knew we'd talk about it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that movie's real great. I agree. That's me. Spark it, sparkles. Uh, my number six was Hawks Pox. Nice. Yes. Do you want to say any more? No, we kind of talked All about right. it. So, Moira but, but that's where I did do mine in an order. It does matter, and Hawks Pox is number six. All right, Ben. All right, so is um, it a tie? Well, it was villains and Knives Out, but we did a huge Knives Out review, and that was like the only. Hey guys, Knives movie. Out is one of the best movies of the year. Go it see is. it. It is. It's I gave it yeah. ten. Hell yeah. Uh, my number five is Dragon Ball Super Broly. That's one of honorable one. mentions. <laughs> that's 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 my number one. Broly was just so damn good. Uh, so long ago too, man. It's it was crazy. it was January. It was a year ago. <laughs> it was. Wow. It was literally a year ago, but so, I cannot remember. I mean, I liked Battle of the Gods. I enjoyed Resurrection F, but Broly was like, oh man, I was like Broly, Broly, I, Broly. I, so what I did was I wrote the headline on my paper, best of 2019, and immediately I said Dragon Ball Super Broly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was not I was not going to forget that. Right. It is it was what what Dragon Ball Super Broly did to me is so much more than a movie. It reignited my love of Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. It, it was the anti-Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> no, like for, yeah. <laughs> like for real. Like for real. It 
to use the Last Jedi, it was lit the, the spark. It lit the spark. <laughs> it was the spark. It was the spark that lit the fire that brought Dragon Ball Z back to. Yeah, it really <laughs> was. Like I watched Broly, I was like, shit, shit, shit. I didn't watch the show again. Yeah. Did we see that movie twice in theaters? Yes. Since, oh. That's since, cr- and we saw a Dragon Ball movie twice. I don't see yeah. most movies twice in theaters. Right. Since by, since watching Dragon Ball Super Broly in theaters, I have bought all of the Dragon Ball you and have. Dragon Ball GT and Dragon Ball and Z. And you watched Super. And Dragon Ball Super DVDs. And I've seen Super. Like that, to me, this spot doesn't represent a movie. It represents an awakening. It's a life change. <laughs> <laughs> there, was an an awakening. there was an awakening. There was an awakening. Yeah. Like I hardcore felt this awakening. Right. And you know what? I am glad to be there with you because Dragon Ball Super Broly was just amazing. It's the most Dragon Ball thing ever to Dragon. Ball. You know Ball. what? I think that was the first movie I gave us a ten out of ten to mm-hmm. in this in this year because it was that. Yeah. And I mean, well, out. it was January, so it had to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, that movie was wow. Mm. Blew me yeah. away. Oh yeah, that movie was great. Anyway, Ryan. I think I only have one thing left because we talked about everything else. Um, and that is my number one movie of the year, Parasite, South yeah. Korean crazy drama movie. Movie's awesome. I'm not going to tell you guys what it's about, except that it's a family drama and it deals with capitalism and how capitalism is the end of the world. Uh, that movie is incredible. has the best performances of the year, I think. I think it has the twistiest turns. Uh, halfway through the movie, it just punches you in the face with like, oh, this is where we're going. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it just it's just continues to snowball in such crazy ways that you just don't expect uh, until the ending is like, what, what is, what did I watch? Uh, and I've thought about it so much. Uh, I love this movie. And it's funny because my favorite, almost all of my favorite movies are South Korean dramas. And it's just, they have a specific way of making really mature, dark movies that Americans are too scared to make a lot of the time. And that's why I really appreciate my favorite movies. Old boy from 2003. Okay. That movie is intense. And this movie is intense. Uh, uh, Jessica- With Josh Brolin, right? Oh, you keep doing this to me. No, <laughs> never see it. The main, the main sister Jessica in the movie, she is so good. She's like, incredible. She's she like, incredible. She can't. She can't. I don't think she can get nominated for an Oscar if she's in a foreign language no, movie, can't. right? But like, Parasite's going to get nominated for best foreign film and probably going to win best foreign film. Um, like, it's. I I love that movie so much. The movie. The movie is truly incredible. I, yeah. I, I I I loved watching it. I watched. It's so it, weird. I watched it for. I watched it, uh, front row. Oh. Front row, which is not a good no. scene ever. Uh, this is not like a special effects movie, right? Even in an AMC when you're like all the way back, but by the you know, and I had subtitles to read, and so it was really tough. Yeah. But like after like five minutes, I was so entrenched in the movie, like yeah. I didn't even care um, where I was it's, sitting. It's it's really good going not knowing what the movie's about because I didn't know what it was about. I didn't Neither even did see I. a trailer for it. Neither did I. Um, I saw a trailer, but I, did, I still okay. don't know what it was about. Uh, I just knew like, yo man, this made guy made Snowpiercer, and he made some other really crazy shit movies. So I'm like, yeah. I'm into it. Snowpiercer is great. That's it. Parasite's my number one, baby. Can't believe it's a South Korean drama. Sparkles. My number five spot is Knives Out. Whoop! Yeah. That's my Knives Out? God damn it. Knives Out is, is, in, Honorable my, is mention. in my top ten as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, not, yeah, Knives Out is so a good. really good movie. I mean, I think, there's, I think there's a little bit of recency bias at play yeah. with this one, but man. I think so, too. It's so good. But it's on, really good, Honestly, too. like because of Knives Out, now I've seen three Ryan Johnson films. I went back to try and find his first two, Brick did and you, Brothers Did you watch Broom. Brick? No, Brick isn't available. Oh. You want to uh, I Brick? have Brick. Do you want to borrow it? I might borrow it. Yeah, I, I, I own Brick. Brick. Brothers Bloom is available on Amazon Prime. It hasn't had a chance to watch it yet. Man, he's, he's four for four. But yeah. I, I really want to see those. Five much for like, five, sorry. For me, much like Matthew Vaughn, who up until Kingsman Golden Circle hadn't made a movie that I didn't like, uh, like I 
like I love Ryan Johnson a yeah. lot. I want to go back to his other films and watch those too. Sure. I want yeah. more Daniel Craig as I want more Benoit Blanc so yeah. bad. I, I don't know if it's so true, bad. but I did see a, an article today saying we got the exclusive scoop that he's working on another movie within a different setting. And I'm like, I'll believe it when he says it. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see it. But I loved Knives Out was just so fun. It was so engaging. I absolutely love it. The Nazi is masturbating in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I just love such a good line. I just love all those act everyone played their role perfectly and it was just so much fun yeah, yeah i love that movie uh all right ben uh let's see we did we talked about number four which was the witcher uh my number three watchmen nice oh uh, that's sorry i f- that that's my last thing on here that i forgot to yeah, yeah. watchmen holy shit guys yeah like that's the best tv show of the entire year hands yeah. down it's my parasite is my number one movie but watchmen's my favorite thing of the year. watchmen's so goddamn good I, I, we have a whole fake nurse watch we've gushed about it enough but I got both my tattoos this year. That's you did. In, that's impossible. Yeah. How could that happen to me? Yeah. I'm so lucky. Watchmen's just amazing. I freaking love that show. Good lord. All right. Anyone else right. put Watchmen on theirs? I did. You did? Uh, Brian, Ryan, and, and Sparks. Oh, uh, yeah. Watchmen's my last thing because we've talked about everything else. Yeah. I love it. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go back to some comics. Uh, the Immortal Hulk. V- yeah, I got that too. Honorable made, mention. Made my made my top ten. I just think that book is so great. Uh, while it didn't start this year, it did some of the best. It hit th- its stride. Yeah, it really hit its it stride went, this year. It went full crazy. Yeah. The cosmic arc where it was like when I were in the ninth universe and it's the world breaker is such. Galactus Hulk, dude. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. I am going to be so sad when he leaves this book. Me too. Because if I swear, if they if they just go back to regular Hulk book, like, you it's, can't. You can, can't. You can't. I mean, you can, but you it's shouldn't. Like, it's like, it's. I was going to say, it's like after Warren Ellis did Moon Knight, but then Jeff Lemire took over, and it's just as good. So I'm like, that's yeah. not a good comparison. But it's like, you can't take over after like this seminal, legendary run. Yeah. Man. It's like, it's, it's, it's Jeff Johns leaving Green Oh Lantern. my God, I got a great comparison. It's it's Jonathan Hickman writing Fantastic Four, and now Dan Slott's writing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I dropped that book a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's such a, it, it's such an incredible weird book and some of the, and the stories are stuff I've, I've never seen it takes chance before. it takes chances and it does such interesting things with its characters and it's not afraid to be just truly disgusting yeah in a, in a way that the Hulk has never been yeah it's some a the, horror book it's some of those panels book. are legit disgusting it looks like the thing like my, one of my favorite horror movies is John Carpenter's The Thing and it looks like there's thing monsters in this whole yeah. book it, it, yeah Gamma radiation is from hell. <laughs> oh my God! The is, one below the Hulk all. is the Antichrist. The this one, is <laughs> the one below all was 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 introduced. So good, so good. Uh, Ryan, do you have anything? Uh, I, that's my top ten of the year. But I'll just throw out some honorable mentions because I don't. Um, I put Longshot on this list because that's not a movie anybody's talking really about. That was a good movie. Yeah, it's not like my, it's again. It almost like went on 10. my honorables. Uh, too. But I think that's a a really good romantic comedy with a premise that like you don't see like I don't see too very often like a yeah. politician falling in love with a journalist yeah. and um, a Todd McFarlane joke. What? A Todd McFarlane joke. What's a Todd McFarlane? Oh, what? Todd, Todd McFarlane is the one who did the uh, first first lady portrait for Seth, Green- Seth Rogen at the end. Oh, Todd McFarlane. Yeah. Spider-Man artist? Yeah. Weird. I forgot all about that. It's been a long time since I saw the movie. Yeah. I just remember I them having a good chemistry. I need to get Megan to watch it. Yeah, I, I, like, need to watch I like that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Cool. I need to watch it. I haven't seen it. I wanted to see it, too. That, al- that almost made my honorable mention. Honorable yeah. mention. Yeah. Long shot. That's it. Same. Yeah. Uh, you have anything more? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll go ahead and give out my last four because the top three we've already mentioned. So, any guesses? Nobody said it, what my number four is. Captain Marvel. No. Ant-Man and the Wasp. No. I don't remember. Ant-Man and the Wasp wasn't this year. You're right. Spider-Man Far From Home. It's the score for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. My number four is the <laughs> score for that film because that score is incredible. Search you know Tanky. You know what? 
I'm going to put that on my honorable mentions. It's, it's an incredible score. That movie was not the movie I wanted it to be, but that score was everything I've ever wanted a Godzilla I, score to be. I, I, we're not going to do it, but I did write a most disappointing list, and Godzilla King of the Monsters is on it. <sighs> the most disappointing. <laughs> I... I still like it. It's fine, but it like disappointing. No, no, no. I mean the mo- most disappointing list idea. Yeah. Um, no, it's, I didn't. I didn't mean it as like a negative thing. I was just like, that's a bummer. That it was just disappointing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The the score is just incredible. Yeah. I, I, <gasps> I listened to that all the time. It, uh, couldn't couldn't be happier yeah. with that score. You made a playlist with the music of I mixed that, uh, that and, and Broly. Broly. Uh, I call it the Brolyzilla playlist, it's and it's mix. awesome. Yeah, it's that's a good. good mix. That's good. Uh, yeah, that score is real good. Because we've already mentioned that, I'll, I'll go up from there. My number three is Avengers Endgame. Cool. Yeah! Great movie. Uh, my number two is Watchmen. Yeah! <laughs> too relevant, too politically important, too much of a great thing. I can't believe it was as good as it was. Uh, I just watched the finale again because Megan had to watch it. Nice. Oof. 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 Yeah, crazy. And my number one is Dragon Ball Super Broly. Yeah. Come yeah. on, folks. It was <laughs> insane. Oh, so good. So I couldn't good. put anything else at that spot. Ben, take us home. Well, uh, I got more, but you know, you take yourself, uh, take your list home. Take a guess, guess as to what my number one is. Fire Emblem. Yes, it is. Got it. Fortnite. No. Oh, I'm late. I'm glad it's that number one because it'll probably never appear on a list Hell again. No. Those next two playthroughs are never going to happen. It's going to happen. Well, I'm going to start aren't. my. No- I'm gonna, actually, I already started my second playthrough. Toss a yeah. your Witcher, bro. He's waiting for you. I know. It's never going to happen. Oh, I, Games keep coming out, baby. You are going to eat your words when I tell oh, you yeah. I, be, I did all four playthroughs of Fire Emblem. So Fire Emblem was your Fire Emblem. Then I believe, I believe that you'll finish your two playthroughs when the Dodgers eventually win. I hate you! Damn, dog. <laughs> 2020s right. a year. All right. So my so yeah. my last two. Uh, I, yeah, I've gushed about Fire Emblem enough. You guys know how much I love that game. It's phenomenal. Ben, real quick. Yeah. I, I I know we talked about what our next Basement Arcade game for my game is, uh-huh. but I've changed it, and I, and I think you're really going to like it because... It's kind of like Fire Emblem. Oh, sweet. Okay. Cool. Goodbye. Uh, so my so my next so my last two, uh, Harleen made my top ten. Nice. Oh, book nice. I've been awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This book I've been waiting for for a long time, and to have Stepan Cedric finally write it for DC Comics. Uh, it's it's a gorgeous book. It's a wonderful book. I finally have a Harley Quinn that I can that I can love again because I, as I've said, I've not been a fan of Harley Quinn recently. Mm-hmm. But this is this is the Harley Quinn I like to see. This is the Harley Quinn that I don't like to write. So I'm happy that this book exists, and I hope that he gets to do more. Because he wants to do nine issues, I think he's crazy. He should have just taken three. Yeah. <laughs> but if he can do all nine, I'm I'm in for the whole for the long haul. I love it. Awesome. Uh, and then my number one, or for my final one, my number one is technically Dragon Ball Super Broly. My final one would be Jojo Rabbit. Mm. Oh, I didn't get to see it. I didn't yeah. get to see it either. Taika Waititi's new film really blew me away. Uh, I think that movie is is just incredible and deserves Oscar nominations. Um, best director, best, the the kid who plays JoJo is so good. I've been seeing four year consideration trailers on it, and again, it's a movie that's not available on DVD yet. Yeah, uh, because it's still rolling out in, uh, around the world. So I'm like, man, I just want to watch you again. Just really got to watch you again. I'd like yeah. to watch it at all? Yeah, I like that movie a whole whole lot. I'm glad it's good. So, so we got some honorable mentions. I'm assuming we all do. Yeah, yeah baby, I got a few. Why don't you just list them all off? Um, <coughs> we've said a lot of them. I want to bring up Alita Battle Angel because, again, oh. that's another movie that I think is pretty rad. It has some, fault, some faults, but I think for what it's trying to do and trying to be like a giant epic new franchise, uh, for the most part, I think it works. I think it's a really good-looking movie, and I think there's enough heart there that uh, I think people should check it out. All right. Nice. Yep. Oh, uh, it, it's me. Sorry. Midsommar. Okay, I was I'm surprised <laughs> that's not your number 10. It's, it, it, it's, uh, it's not. 
No. It's hard. This is All a hard right. list. <laughs> when I was talking to Fanny about putting a, uh, I was actually, I actually thought about Midsommar, and she's like, but you don't like that movie. I'm like, I know I don't like that movie, but that movie was weird. The main reason, because like, I think Hereditary is a better movie in many, many ways, and I really like Midsommar, but like, I just didn't get the same vibes that I got from Hereditary, like the same like instinctual, I love this movie, okay. so I didn't want to just put it in my top 10 because I really right. like it. Like, I looked at my list and I'm like, I like these other things more, yeah. but like, it's it's a phenomenal piece of art. Yeah. It's, a, it's a horror movie that takes place during the day. You don't see that often. Yeah, Midsommar right. is yeah. freaking weird. Um, what else do I got? Uh, we talked about, Ve- oh, Venom. I think <laughs> Venom's been great. Venom by Donny Cates. Venom by, yeah, Venom by oh. Donny Cates, not the last year's Venom movie. I was about to say, it's like, I was about to fight you on that one. No, no, no. Um, yeah, Venom, I actually read Venom Rex this year. That was, that was nice. a book club yeah, for yeah. me. I uh, really like that book. I do think Absolute Carnage wasn't the best event because it kind of just felt like an arc, but it was a fun, good-looking arc. I have, I have Venom by Donny Cates in my honorable mentions Hell yeah. as well. Um, I think that book is really great. I got Doctor Doom. I talked about that a little bit earlier. Doctor Doom is a really fun book. The newest issue, issue four, is a tribute to the raid where Doctor Doom is going up an AIM building just le- level by level, just kicking ass. So that was awesome. Don't issue. you mean Dread? I mean, <laughs> technically, yes. <laughs> but one came first. Um, oh, and when did Dread come out? 2012, 2013. Oh, shit. Yeah. Decade, baby. I can't um, even... The last thing I have on here that we haven't <clears> talked about <throat> is uh, Mortal Kombat 11. That oh, was, yeah. a, um, I think, the best story they've ever done in a Mortal Kombat game. It, it's it Like I talked about when it came out earlier this year, it is like the Avengers Endgame where it wraps up everything. There's past, present, future timelines colliding with characters. Uh, it's really epic and fun. Um, and we'll eventually get there one day, maybe, if we play a game of it or something. Spoilers, yeah. Basement Arcade. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. shit. I should start maybe working on it. <laughs> Oopsies, I forgot. Uh, That's me. Sparks, your honorable mentions? I'll run through my honorables. They're in no particular order. Swamp Thing. Yep. Rocket Man. Yep. Villains. Yep. Midsommar. Oh. The Mandalorian. Mm. Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. Episodes yes, one through four. We haven't finished it. <laughs> Dark Crystal is on mine as well. alone is worth going That's on true. this list. Dark Crystal is on mine as well. <clears throat> that show is amazing. The fact that it's alive is awesome. And holy crap, I need to finish that damn show because we'll it's so it. effing good. Shazam. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Toy Story 4. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ad Astra. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, us. <laughs> uh, oh, us yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, I, yeah. Forgot. I, forgot. I forgot. Loved us. Was, I loved yeah, us. I liked it too. Stranger Things season three. Good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Doctor Stone. Hey, which I know I'm the only one who watched. We're in a Carrie- Doctor Sleep. We forgot Doctor Sleep. Carrie El- We're in a Carrie Elwes was uh, uh, Oh, okay. Come he was in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel this season. Okay. <clears throat> Stranger yeah, Things. Uh, Doctor Stone. Yeah. Fantastic anime. Really enjoyed it. Uh, Steven Universe the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And Good Boys. Good Boys was good. Which I think was one of the best, if not the best comedy, just straight comedy of the year. I forgot all about it. Good Boys. Good Boys almost made my Good Boys almost went into my top 10 instead of my honor. (laughs) Who is Molly? (laughs) We don't know who Molly is, but she's not with us. Yeah. Yeah, Good Boys was. Good good. Boys is great. Yeah. Yeah. I I want to see that. And that's that's it. I want to bring up Dr. Sleep because I forgot Dr. Sleep. I really like that movie a lot. Honorable mention. Uh,. Uh, then do you have honorables or I, did you just put them all into your ties? I hate you. Yes, I have honorables. F off. I don't Let's think do you should have honorables. <laughs> Let's do it. You 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 wrote them down, so I'll let you write. I'll yeah. Let you uh, Dragon Prince season three came out this year. I think that show was still solid. It's really great. Um, we talked about it before. Dark Crystal Age Resistance, uh, Beast in Black, and Sabaton both had new albums released this year, and they are effing amazing. And also, Beast in Black is touring with Hammerfall. They have a show in, oh, in September at the Grove. Tickets are cheap. I want to go so freaking bad. Someone please go with me. Holy shit. Okay. I'd like to see Hammerfall in concert. Do you want to take a day off of work and go with me on that Wednesday when they're playing? We'll talk about it. Hell yeah. Okay. Sweet. Uh, Joker. 
was. I like Joker a lot, but I, I didn't I, put I, in the honorable mentions. I thought uh, that movie was it was good. So I actually also put Detective Pikachu in my honorables. I freaking loved that movie. I believe that. I had a really good time with it. Sega Genesis Mini honorable because the fact that it came back and it's it's the best mini out there. Awesome. And also Untitled Goose Game. You it's know, free on Xbox Game Pass. I thought I thought you put Godzilla King of the Monsters on your top ten. I did not. I'm surprised. I did not. He didn't even put it in his honorables. Yeah, I'm actually really surprised about that. Uh, <laughs> it was. I love that movie personally, but it does have flaws. But it, I had fun. But there's a bunch of other things I thought of before I thought of Godzilla. Yeah, interesting. Okay. On April 19th, 2019, Lizzo released the album "Cause I Love You," and that is the hottest bop of the year. That's the one music thing I'm putting down is Lizzo. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. So my honorable mentions would be. Venom by Donna Cates, as I said. Yep, yep. Uh, the Imagineering Story. I thought that was a really great oh, that uh, was, doc- that docu-series was on, on Disney+. Plus. That was really good. Uh, the Good Place Season 4. I didn't watch it. Damn it. Didn't needs to go, the Good Place needs to go on everyone's list because that show is consistently great. <sighs> I'm just not caught up. I love and it. And consistently no, unpredictable. Started it, and I need to finish it. Yeah, Ted Danson continues to be one of my favorite things in the show. They say I, fork. I love it. I, I love that show. And then uh, the Godzilla score because I just poured that down. Because they came to score by Bear McCreary. It's a good score. Yeah, it it, is. That score is amazing. Um, <gasps> so I want uh, one more question before we get out of here. Oh. What is your most anticipated of 2020? Dune, 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 Dune. It's a whole year away, though. <laughs> it's in December. Yeah. It's Dune. Danny Villeneuve's Dune. That dude's made nothing but great movies. He's made all my favorite movies of the decade. When we talk about it, every year there's a Danny movie. Uh, this is his Star Wars. Danny they're giving movie. him the biggest budget possible. Uh, Blade Runner flopped. Most of his movies don't do very well because they're intellectual movies. <laughs> so I'm really interested what happens when you give this director a Star Wars-level property with a $300 million budget over the course of two movies if it works. <laughs> Because this is the Warner fu- Brothers clearly has faith in him. They already got a television show in development too. Yeah. So like I am, this has so many stars. It has every c- celebrity in the world in it. Um, I I am so excited for you guys to finally, much like the X Men, get into the world of Dune. Uh, David Lynch directed the movie. It's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's bad. Um, it's Dune. That's everything else is is cool, but Dune's it. Yeah. Sparks. I have no idea. All it's right. Dune. Ben. I also have no idea. It's Dune. I wrote a couple. Okay. Uh, Wonder Woman 84. Yeah. All right. Is definitely my most anticipated, at least, superhero film. Yeah. Did you watch that Star Wars cut with the Wonder Woman 84 trip? Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. You guys need to find that. I no, retweeted it. No, you tweeted it. Yeah. I watched it. I'm that like, Damn that it, music is awesome. It works so good for everything. <laughs> I, I, I think that I think the trailer is just one of the best, well, is one of the most well-cut trailers I've seen in a long time. And I'm so stoked for that movie. I cannot wait. It looks so colorful. Max Petty Lord. Jackson looks like it's riding on lightning. Like, I was I, okay. so into this trailer. I'm so, so excited I thought of this something. Movie. If when did uh, Metallica's "Ride the Lightning" come out? Do you know? Eighty-three. I don't know. Because if don't that know. song isn't playing when, but when? Oh, that's, really, that's actually a good question, Ben. Yeah. If that song's not playing when she is literally riding the lightning, I am going to be a tiny bit upset. Yeah, I really, I really. Nineteen eighty-four. Really <gasps> Holy oh! shit! Ben, if, if Metallica is in if, Wonder Woman, I'm a, if, just, especially yeah. when she's riding the lightning. It better be in it. Yeah. I mean, come on, the joke writes itself. So I good. I cannot wait for that movie. Yeah, uh, I am tentatively looking forward to Star Trek Picard. Yeah, in two yeah, weeks. Yeah, I, all right. I, I in definitely, two weeks. I'm definitely looking forward two to Wonder weeks. Woman '84. Wow. Yeah. Um. So Star Trek Picard was was one of those ones that I was kind of thinking about, like, but it's the return of Jean Luc Picard, it's Patrick Stewart, like. You know what? I'm I'm looking forward to seeing my boys back. Uh, Missing Link wasn't in your honorable mentions. I no, it was surprised. None wasn't. of the Bigfoot movies were, huh? Uh, I forgot about Missing Link. <laughs> uh, can I can I make you happy? Sure. Missing Link one animated at the Golden Globes. Yeah. It beat the Disney films. Yeah. Wow. Cool. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Have they ever All won? right. No. 
Yeah. Been nominated, but never won. Yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. that's great. I'm so excited for that. Uh, Missing Link should have been under my honor rolls, but I just legitimately forgot to write it, to yeah. write it down. So I do have something I'm excited for in 2020. Yeah. Hopping on my anime bullshit again. I'm excited for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Me too, buddy. Nice. I'm excited for The Last of Us Part Two. Oh shit, yeah. my heart. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. That's gonna. That's my favorite game. Yeah. Same. I'm so excited. Um, what? I am also excited for Lizzie McGuire. I'm just kidding. <laughs> old old woman. I mean, Lizzie? I'm 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 a little excited, but I'm yeah. I'm very much anticipating the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and the WandaVision shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to see what that's going to be. My 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 third most anticipated are the Disney Plus Marvel shows. Yeah, yeah. I'm very curious to see what those are going to be, um, and I think that, that there's a lot of talent behind those. I'd be I think we're seeing. Uh, a really interesting change to the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. I'm excited for Eternals. Cause Me too. I, I was going to say, well, we're a long ways away, but I'm excited Because, like, it. I'm still this unsure of, like, what, how they're presenting the movie. Because these are cosmic characters who live thousands of millions of years. And we know, we know uh, Dane Whitman, the, the uh, uh, Black Knight, is in it. And he's, like, from medieval times. So, like, I'm just curious, like, what kind of movie it is. Because yeah. it can't just be a traditional, like, we're doing a thing and we're going here and we're going here because it crosses time and There's space. There's something we've seen concept of multiple Celestials, Celestials now. Yeah, yeah, like big, like planet-sized ones. Um, and then, uh, uh, real quickly, for my final most anticipated, Three Jokers and Black Hammer Reborn. Oh, you believe Ooh. Three Jokers will come out this year? I'm holding I'm hope. just kidding. It's got to happen. It's got to this year, right? He's got to release something. What's Jason been doing for three years? Yeah, seriously. I, I think this is the year that dr- the Three Jokers happens. Jeff Johns in an interview for Doomsday Clock did say that he was just done finishing off the right final issue, so it should be solicited any day now. Cool. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping that it comes out. And then Black Hammer Reborn is coming out this year. Uh, Jeff Lemire's next chapter in the Black Hammer saga, and I love that series. So we're excited for that. Alrighty. Westworld. This is the Westworld symbol. All Westworld right. season three comes out this year after a two year wait uh, because of production problems and like where they were filming, they couldn't film there and stuff. So like that's my current favorite HBO show. Uh, it's <laughs> when Game of Thrones got bad. Uh, Westworld was there for me. So uh, Westworld continues to be dope as farts, dope as forks. So uh, finally getting season three. Jason Pinkman's in it. Oh yeah. And all right, that's. That's it. That'll do her. Yeah. That's it for the episode. No book club this week. Nope. Um, next. When, when I'm excited th- for Al Ewing on Guardians of the Galaxy. That's already done. So it's already here. Who? First issue already came out. What? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Oh, I no, just I'm g- sorry. Thor came out. Yeah. Oh, I got Thor, baby. Two <laughs> two weeks. In two weeks. Got it. I was like, I was at the store. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. I yeah. was like, I've been at two comic stores. <laughs> it definitely is not out. Yeah, sorry, Damn cool. you, Diamond. Yeah. Sorry. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, cool. two weeks. Um, oh, so I'm sorry. I w- one more for me. Uh, mm. We are getting an X-Men movie this year. <laughs> oh, New Mutants. That's we are right. getting a trailer tomorrow. I am oh, excited yeah. to see what, what that the movie hell it is. is. Years. Years. Years, yeah. This podcast. Also, My Spy is coming Like, out this, this entire podcast oh. has been a wait to get to New Mutants because that film was announced in our first year. Wow. 2016? Wild. Because it was supposed to come out 2017? It mm. was. Holy shit. <laughs> so, uh, out... Uh, probably now, if not Wednesday, uh, we will have a best of the decade. Hot 2010 dog. to 2019 up then. Uh, so that's going to be a special mm. you can watch then. Uh, by now, probably the Star Wars special. By now, the Star Wars special with Downright Nerdy should be up. It took a long time. Sorry, it's really big. It's three and a half hours. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby. Um, <coughs> we also like should have uh, all um, our Mandalorians should be up by the end of the week. Yeah. Yep, um, yep. And Crisis, our first part, Fake Nerds Watch, talking yeah. about that. And Basement Arcade will go back into circulation this week, too. Is Crisis not up yet? It is not. Okay, I, I, just, I don't pay I'm attention. I'm close. No, I'm you're close. fine. I just don't pay attention. Um, and next week, 
I on our schedule we might change this, but so far we, it looks like we're looking at Doomsday Clock. I'll read it. Um, I'll read it. Read it and weep. All right. So this is that's it. Then as you we heard them, read them and cry. <laughs> twenty twenty, read them and cry. It's the year um, of the cry. As we uh, as as we mentioned before, we do have a YouTube page. Uh, we can find uh, shows like Fake Nerds Watch. Uh, where we are going to put up Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yep. yep. And The Mandalorian is ending. And Ben and Ryan and I will get around to finishing Dark Crystal. Hell yeah, yep. we will. Any? You, do you know what show you're going to do next? Nope. No. Nope. Haven't even talked about it. All right. What's coming out? I don't even know. <laughs> and then Basement Arcade is still going with Sonic Mania. Mm-hmm. It's yep. going up. Hiatus is ending. Possibly. The so there is a there is a game we've all played that we've talked about sometime before. I'm just going to say now we played Mortal Kombat that will be going up. Not like today, but like it's going up relatively soon. Yeah. So we're gonna have a playthrough of that game in anticipation for the movie coming out one year from right now. Wow! Yeah. Nice. So we have a uh, Mortal Kombat to play. Awesome. Um, all right, we also are a Funko affiliate. You can use the link in the description and use promo code Shop Ten for ten percent off your purchase. Uh, we have a Patreon. We have a T Public. Uh, if you'd like to support the show financially, which is great help. Uh, there's a lot of personal changes happening uh, with me specifically. Uh, that if I can find a way to make this another income, it would help a lot. That'd be dope. <laughs> but, uh, but if Collider has shown us anything, these are sinking ships and should not be our main source of anything. This is for fun, baby. Yes. Um, but money's nice. Money is nice. Um, it's just, you know, we have busy lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can find our Patreon. Also, the link in the description. Or Public link in the description. All the shirts are up there right now. I haven't taken anything down because I want to buy the downright nerdy one before I forget. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you to Jeremy Bellucci. And you know what? Thanks for, for uh, sticking with us all these all these years, all this yeah. last year. Or if you're brand new, welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome if you're if you're here for the new year. New year, new podcast. New year, same podcast. Same podcast. Um, Thanks, Jeremy, for talking to us about Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you to Jeremy Bellucci. You can find him on Instagram at Jeremy Bellucci Keyboards. You can find, uh, he does our theme music and our other things. Uh, uh, other, any musical sound is him. If you listen to what he did it. Uh, Separate Proctologist is his podcast. Uh, new episodes eventually. In 2020. In 2020. In 2020. I can uh, make that promise. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Separate Proctologist official. Instagram at Separate Podcast. Do we want to tease anything for ne- for next for this year? Anything that we're excited about per- personally from our show? Um, I don't want to promise things, but I'm thinking about a lot because oh. I don't believe in New Year, New Me, but I kind of do for 2020. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I'm promising Base Marricade pause menu yeah. will be up. That's a lot easier than video games. I know though, it's a lot just talking. I know, but for me, for me personally, because I want that show to be good. I, I not, uh, for me personally, I this is my personal endeavor. I've been thinking about the show for a very long time. I wa- the show. I'm just saying. What? <laughs> all of them. All of them. I caught it. Yeah. Go bad. We're kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, because you guys are saying something. And I'm still talking, but we're listening, Ben. No, because I really want this show to come out. Yeah. I've been wanting to do yeah. this show for the longest time, so I am promising that I will make this show happen. Uh, good. Good. You and I will hopefully have a have a season of Mythalanius out. You guys so said, I, b- I believe we promised March. You said March, April, May, or June, if I'm not c- wrong. That's a pretty <laughs> wide window. I think we might be I able to land this. <laughs> I think we <laughs> might be able to land this bird. <laughs> you got a four-month window. Um, there's also a se- uh, video essay series I want to start called Bitching About Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a video essay series of just things that have been in my head for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> nothing. It's nothing so negative as, 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 what the, as what the name sounds. I just like the name, and I wanted to use it for something. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that I can get that off the ground this year. That'd be really great. Do it. Um, anyway, so thank you to Mike Matola. Mike. Um, for our logo and all of your friendship over the years. Um, hopefully we can get you on the show again, even though you're moving to Portland. Oh, I thought he was going to Seattle. Whatever. It's around. 
Oh, that's yeah, sure. Seattle. Uh, it's it's Pacific Northwest. You're right. It's Seattle. Oh. You can find him at Mike, at Mike Padola on Instagram and Twitter. Need a raincoat. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcast. Fake Nerd Guys at gmail.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us personally, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. You can find Ryan. I'm at DJ Tony Snark at everything. Sparkles. I'm dying in a ditch at Sparks Witty on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. S P A R K Z Witty. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> Nostalgia's bitch. Fuck you. Excuse me. Gonna... Stephen King expert. Oh, screw you. I was actually Stephen King's s- bitch? No. I, it, it's, the title is Nostalgia's Bitch, and then the description is Stephen King expert. And gags and uh, goofs? Plugs and gags. Plugs, Plugs and, and gags. gags. Fuck all y'all. It's <laughs> a Nostalgia <laughs> Bitch story. I was actually going to say, you could find me at Nostalgia's Bitch, on, but you can't, because that's not real. Ben Magnet 27 on Instagram and Twitter, and Old School ben, Magazine. I mean this com. sincerely. I know. Not yet. Fuck. Well, buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Putting the explicit tag on this one. <laughs> Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Wait, Play. Wait, if you don't, does like we we'll, get flagged? Does it automatically? Oh, okay. I don't know who's listening, but somehow we get we'll, we'll, okay. we get. Because okay. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Safe, we're safe on YouTube at least because I made clear nothing we make is for children. Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I swear, and I don't think most of them have explicit tags. Yeah. It just helps, I guess. No, you should, yeah. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next week, guys, stay fake nerds. Bye.